0: back to the only show that breaks down cracks up skews and reviews each week's dc comics i'm the cat in the claw eric shea and i'm jim warner and this is the weird science dc comics podcast episode number 424
1: Ah, oh, it's back to even eric and i wish that i said i was the cats in the cradle and then i'd cry and then i'd realize my regular life but i'm not here for that eric i'm making references to what we have in the books this week through it i know very <laughs> odd but in this, here's my little slogan here, Eric We're not negative for negative's sake, right? We're not positive for positive's sake We're honest for the Get Fresh Crew's sake Beep, Boop, boop, Welcome all of the weirdos of the Get Fresh Crew For this episode, 424 and a lot more Is what I like to say down at the malt shop But if you want to go and see where we are And what we're doing all around town Go to the Twitter And follow us at Weird Science DC. you follow us, we'll follow you back. Also, go off to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where you can get written reviews for most of the books that come out each and every week. And then go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can get a bunch of shows, a plethora, some have said, of episodes that end up being pretty darn cool, is what I've been told, Eric. I don't know about you, but that's what I was told. Uh, Me. I told myself that. I was trying to pat myself in the back and I ended up, you know, pulling a muscle. Uh, but this week, so one of the things we did. Yeah, you know that. I'm trying to go. I fall down. I can't get up. Oh my God, my life alert bracelet's going off. We ended up doing this week a pretty good deal. The badasses obviously get to pick everything on our Patreon only badass spotlight podcast show. Uh. And this past week, <laughs> They ended up picking Batman Superman World's Finest number three, which I've seen a lot of people declaring the best book in the land, Eric. A lot of people are declaring that that's the big book in all of comicdom. So if you want to hear us talk about that, we had a lot of fun with that issue. Almost the idea of giving Eric Shay everything he wants, but maybe not. I mean, character wise. They have the metal men Give on me a screen. All. Holy moly. When <laughs> the I saw Doom those Patrol. metal men. The Doom Patrol. I, I never t- tagged you as much as, say, a Reggie of a Doom Patrol guy, but it's something you do like. Yeah. You like that nonsense. You like like the obscure things, right? That makes <laughs> you cool. We also have Shadow War. War is number one. It's one of those things. I, you, I, People could say you like those obscure things to be cool. I don't like things because I think that I'm cool, but I'm not, Eric. I'm just a miserable (laughs) prick. But with all that, yeah, you could go and listen to those two books, a podcast that ended up being almost an hour and a half long with me and you yipping and uh, yapping. But as we already mentioned there, the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, uh -uh, they're the ones that pick it. It's the top levels of the Patreon. So if you wanted to go over to the Patreon, get involved and want to, you know kind of pick and choose what we do you can do that but then you'd also be mentioned in this what eric is the pinnacle of everybody's lifetime being mentioned in the badass roll call right i know that everybody waits and so they can't wait to see if i flub up their name that's what no, i no, think when happened. when you uh, do is it when it's not <laughs> oh, you jerk <laughs> jeffrey green Steven Bathead Mitchell, The A- A- Annihilator. That's Ten right. Ted Probes, I Love Punchline, Stork, Michael S., Forrest Polly, Cam, Joseph Wachsick, Matt Razor, d 3000 Lady Abby, Red, Matches Balloon, Neil's t work just got back from pedal camp. David Fink, Joey Bercosco, Stephen Baum, Jason Colby, 242 to you and me, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom Arake from the Comic Boom YouTube channel, Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Algern Stosia, Nick Adams, Bill Beer from the Batpod, Ruben, Carlos, No Wolf Marv, oh my, Luke Hollywood, he's on the manga podcast I heard, Simon, Luis, Manship, Manship dropped his Adderall, he's sick of it, Eric, he can't take it anymore. They're screwing okay. him, he said. Andrew in and <laughs> Belfast, I'll tell you not nonsense. Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond Mark, our man Rob Lewis, B, Muir Brandy, Murray up there in Buffalo and Double A, Ron. In Minnesota, all-time great Reggie. Uh, Roger? Uh, and, yeah, Manship ended up where he went in to get his Adderall, and they did a little test. I'm, I'm assuming a urinalysis, yeah, as test. they call them, right? and he didn't have enough of the Adderall in his system so they told him he can't get any more he broke his contract and now he's screwed he said and he's all mad yelling that he's not going to go to the doctor ever again he's all pissed <laughs> off so uh, and that is the deal because they end up making you sign this contract and if you don't in any sort of drug things it's just to make sure the doctors aren't you know liable and yeah. then they, they say that Manship's out selling the drugs now. That's why he didn't have it in the system. He said Could that be. what happens is because they end up taking, like I, if I go, they end up taking my blood pressure and things like that. So he doesn't take it the day before or the day of the appointment so that it doesn't affect those sort of things. And now it's screwed him. I said, that's what you get for not taking the drugs, the drugs there. That's what everybody needs to take. But we have a bunch of books, not a ton. Uh, this week left but you know they're bigger books they're books that a lot of people you know look at as being some of the flagship titles I would say not the world's finest but they're up there we're gonna go off now we have four books we have a a cool titan section coming up right away but we'll go to the books right about now
2: Dick Grayson had a problem with KGB's And Nightwing fans felt like they had been fleeced They got Rick Grayson and subscriptions decreased The future was kinda shitty Tom Taylor showed up Made everyone glad Gave Dick a billion And he's rooming with Babs. He saved a three-legged dog From boys who were bad The sky Was the limit Now it's the Great Dick Grayson The fan service through and through Here is the great Dick Grayson So much
1: better than me Ah yes, Sherrick, it is the great Dick Grayson. This is a night wind. We saved
0: that dog for some bad boys. <laughs> yeah, some boys who were bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am sitting here for some reason I don't remember ever hearing that line oh, before yeah. in the song. And I started giggling to myself, some boys who were bad, huh?
1: <laughs> We've only played that a couple times. The yeah. first time that I played it I forget you were you were centering on something else and I actually said. I thought you were going to laugh at me about the boys who were bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the big
0: thing. Look, the I my memory is so shit whenever we do anything. You just have to wait and maybe it will be one oh, day just like today.
1: There it is. Yeah, the boys who were bad, Eric. I, I knew that sometime <laughs> it would get back and you would like it. But, yeah, here we are and we do end up having the Nightwing book as the first book in the deal. And, again, it's about time. It it's it is one of those things where. Yeah, it's never like a Batman book. And we have Batman the Night, but that's kind of a side deal. So, But really, one of the most popular books is Nightwing right now. And when you get to it, again, I I kind of, you know, I love the first issue. Tom Taylor comes on the book, and I love that Rick Grayson stuff sucked, even though, I mean, me and you talked about every single issue Cabby. we failed from it, cabbie stuff, and all of that going on that we liked
0: bits of it i wonder what hutch is up to right now
1: yeah hutch and and even that we tried to like you know the little things that that might be okay whatnot but then tom taylor comes on and it felt like a breath of fresh air. Back to get basics, back to baby. A classic. Back to basics, and everybody seemed to jump you get on. Get
0: Dick Grayson as Nightwing. You're back in Bloodhaven. You have Blockbusters as main antagonist, and also just because I love you, a little bit of Barbara Gordon for that ass.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you had all of that stuff, and again, we and really, <laughs> really liked it, and we really were going with it. Now, with that, I kind of fell off a bit. You know, sooner than some saying, I, I kind of need more. Of a story here, and we would start getting little bits, we get little, you know, blockbuster, we end up getting his sister, we end up getting the heartless, but nothing ever really gets resolved in this book, it just kind of lays there, and it kind of just, you know, meanders, and then all of a sudden, after the whole fear state tie-ins, things like that, the book has not really done much, you end up having a gimmick issue, which looked great, and it's up for an Eisner, the one with one continuous you know, running of Nightwing and things like that. The book that looked
0: terrible for an overrunning story, though.
1: Yeah, uh, that's probably going to win an Eisner because and I even said people were talking about it in the Slack and I said the funny thing about that issue or things like that is, yeah, it's a gimmick, but you remember gimmicks. You remember if somebody says, oh, what was that Nightwing issue that I'm voting on? Oh, that was that continuous image one. Oh, yeah, I remember that. If you sit there and like, what was that one? Oh, that was like kind of the middle of this and whatever. This book ha- is up for the most I think uh, Eisner's than any Other book this Nightwing book and It is selling better than You know a typical Nightwing Book would but I'm still caught In that deal I still need some more stories. Well, here. how
0: many issues have we been doing with this since Tom Taylor got on? Because since we're like you know normal numbering, just continue on with yeah, ninety two yeah. that we ever know. I have no idea where he jumped. On. I want to say seventy six, but I'm not sure. It's about something like
1: st- that. It's something around like fourteen or fifteen issues now. So I we remember have saying we that have that a year,
0: almost a year and a half of storytelling where we still haven't gotten back to our main villain, main antagonist that was introduced to the beginning of this with the Heartless, where it just finally jumped in because we're always being sidetracked and doing something else, and we're not doing anything at all to try to get have like you know. I don't want to say it because it sounds mean, but we're doing this I to know. win Eisners and not tell <laughs> stories.
1: <laughs> I, I, the, the idea of it, and I said all along that, you know, you get this fan service stuff. And then along with that, the other complaint that me and you have had is that Dick Grayson can't, you can't have him do anything wrong. Nothing will be wrong pretty great. with him in that he is. But the book ends up being the, you know, almost like the mouthpiece of the hype man of Dick Grayson. Of Isn't yeah, he great? Boy. Isn't he great? Isn't he great? And that starts to get old. But it's also something that people can get behind, the idea of a a positive book, a book that wants to give you the feels in the right way, things like that. So I understand that. I understand that people love this, but it's just each issue, you get 10 tens. I mean, the the reviews here, I still got like a sore thumb when you hear my score, but there are so many tens for this issue. Yeah, really, and this issue, I mean, how... You're going through this. It's just running through the motions again until you get to the big thing, the cliffhanger
0: again. With right. the Heartless Heartless. is back. He's going to team up with Blockbuster, and they're going to take it to Dick Grayson.
1: And even the way this goes, you even have where you know Blockbuster's you know roller coaster ride of emotions. I'm going to take down that Grayson. Hey, you're not allowed to take down Grayson. We're the Titans. Oh, man, I'm not going to take down that Grayson. And now I'm going to take down that Grayson. Oh, my God, Shiva, you can't get do- like it keeps going back and forth. And now he's up to it again. But even then, everybody is always there to have Dick's back, which is fine. We know that that would be the case, but it almost feels like it's too much. And this issue, it's just kind of mentioned.
0: You have had a problem where everybody comes in to solve Dick Grayson's problems for him, which you have to at this point in time because he is this – you know, public uh, public figure because he is Dick Grayson billionaire more than Nightwing and stuff like that. So the idea that you need these people to come in because he can't just, you know, Nightwing his way out of everything because it's Dick Grayson, you need to have that. And I'm a little mad because not more people are coming out of the woodwork to support Dick Grayson and the superhero community because you got the Titans, you got the Bat family, obviously, but we need to show how great Dick Grayson really is and everybody's his friend.
1: Yeah. Well, and I told you that before, that that's all it is. It's just show. That he has the love of everybody because such a good guy and whatnot. but I'm
0: going to take a train to Bloodhaven. I'm going to support his ass. Like I
1: said, that's fine in theory. In my idea, that ends up making the book nothing because – and we've argued this before. I'm not going to argue so much with it, but that's just the idea of Superman could go in and, and take care of every villain in Gotham if he wanted to. He could end it. Or Flash could come in and do that, or whatever. You don't do it because you don't do it. You want to have your heroes have their stories, and you don't want to have them have to rely on other things. Honestly, then, at this
0: point in time, after reading Injustice, I don't want Superman anywhere near Joker because well, that shit happens. With
1: that too, but again, Batman could come in. The problem I had is Dick Grayson is a guy who is an acrobat. I don't know if you know this, Eric. He's I've an read acrobat, this. right? And it ends up Dan where Danger. when you have Starfire come in at points, or Flash, or whatever. It does skew off the or skewers off the skew, just skew (laughs) the power level, the power Uh level of the book, which I want to be more of a you know, it's more of a street level book usually in Bloodhaven or whatnot. But when you end up having these gods among men just keep coming into Bloodhaven to stop everything that happens, it just doesn't feel right because eventually you have to have them not show up to have your story. Even in this, they they mentioned Flash is still zipping around. He's still protecting everything. I I don't really need to think of that because I said before, you're going to have a thing like you just said. It makes other people look bad. Where are they? Where is this guy? Whatever. I just want Dick Grayson. I want him to do his thing. I want him to be able. And Tom Taylor seems to want to do Dick Grayson as the man with the money, you know, the money on his mind and the mind on his money. But he also needs the superheroing because what's going on. So he uses the Titans or he uses John or he uses whatever. And I, I just think, that there's a bit of a, a play here that I, I just Not don't enough love Roy it. Harper. You're
0: right. <laughs> just Roy just sitting on a ledge on a building, freaking bow drawn like that, just waiting for bad shit to happen. Yeah,
1: just waiting for shit to happen. But, you know, you, you start off in this, and again, and I'll give you the credits. I forgot I didn't even get the credits. kind of jumping into it, Eric. Here we go. It is Nightwing number, if I can find 92. it, 92, written by Tom Taylor, right by Bruno Redondo, Adriana Lucas, and Wes Abbott. So we jump in, and you get right away. I mean, these are... It's almost like not that it's a I, – I don't want to say it's a formula, but it kind of is the game plan. It's kind of like what Tom Taylor will do. You'll go back. Oh, my God. You show Robin. Dick Grayson is
0: Robin and Batgirl y- you're back are going to win day, people over. It's not During nice. a blackout in Gotham where people are all getting together, rioting, and you know what, Jim? Little Robin, little Dick Grayson, he's out there on his own. Batman can't get to him in time, and he's saying – this group of people, they're about to attack a shopkeeper. They can kill him. Robin, you stand down. You can't take all of <laughs> them on. I can't do that, Batman. I need to save this man no matter what. And Robin gets his ass kicked, but he does save that boy. Like, you know, Batgirl eventually shows up and helps him out. Batman will get there. But the thing is, Bruce is furious. Cause it's not only a moment about how Dick Grayson is this pure character that will, you know, put himself in danger to save even just one person, which I love this aspect of this whole thing. But then you just go and you elevate Alfred Pennyworth. Cause when, you know, Bruce finally does get home, he is furious that Dick Grayson went and disobeyed his orders. And now he's in a freaking, you know, in bed, all freaking bandaged up, almost, you know, dead because of this decision he made. And Alfred stands up like, look, you can't go in there and yell at him. He might be like, you know, you're a soldier in this world, but he's his own person. He doesn't need to be dis- dismonished by you. You go in there and you be a father to him and you see how he is. He doesn't need any more abuse than he's already had tonight. And the thing is, Alfred puts Batman in his place. And that's the idea where Bruce then goes in. He acts like a father to Dick Grayson here. And like the idea, like you can't save everybody. And there's Dick Grayson. It doesn't mean I can't try. And you're damn right, Dick. Exactly-
1: <laughs> I'm telling you that it, it's a good. It's, this is Tom Taylor's deal, though. What does that do to progress any story? And we've seen this. We know. I know that Dick Grayson will save anybody and will want to. Also, the idea, I mean, if you're a Batman fan, you got to wonder why all these people who are writing all these other characters, they want to make Batman. Tom Taylor seems to want to make Batman not look great. He always is off the handle. He's always this. this and-
0: Batman's not bad in my mind, because even the idea of where he comes in as Batman, he's furious about, you know, putting like Robin in danger right now because he disobeyed the order because this is what they've been training for. Even Batgirl and stuff like that, where Alfred has to tell him, like, look you don't go in there as batman you take your cow off you fucking turn to take down the tone a little bit here and you go talk to that boy to make talk to him as bruce wayne and i like the idea because but i'm batman saying man not you furious. think he would
1: have done that anyway because when he goes in he does he seems well, like worried. what he's saying is from the heart but i just the idea of this though is again alfred's dead right now we don't get sure any is. alfred so you throw that in oh my god people are Thanks gonna love it reminder, you know, people are <laughs> gonna love it right and so you throw that but we kind of know that. It, it, nothing is surprising. Again, everything, and I'm I'm kind of sounding like a dick, but and and you know what? That's why I like about this book, Eric, because I actually like dicks. <laughs> I've said that before, Eric. But with that, you end up where you go in. I was so confused <laughs> there, for there a second. You, <laughs> you end up here. You hear how my voice is cracking? I had a sore throat, but you're just reiterating things that we know about the characters we know that dick grayson is going to want to go and save somebody we know that batman's going to be the guy who's you know saying you can't do that you can't do this get mad alfred comes in that's half the issue we're at page 10 11 of you know 21 22 pages and we haven't done anything we've just gone back to high five everybody again of saying hey get this dick grayson's awesome hey high five i'm a dick grayson fan my favorite character i i know this at this point, and I said when Tom Taylor jumped on the book, and again, I know that I sound like a dick talking about a book that everybody loves, but I said at the beginning of this run, maybe some people don't know. I've already said, and and this is full out, and I know you slogans, whatnot, but whatever. But I've said to you from day one, the reason I like Dick Grayson is because the superpower is being a great guy. I've always said sure that, is. and this does show that, but not on my watch. <laughs>
0: I see that. You don't show that.
1: Again, we're at 15, <laughs> 16 issues of no. a run, and we're doing exactly what we did in that very first issue, that first issue that I love, where we see the bad boys saving the dog from the past. That was so heavy-handed. And, and, yeah. And the I boys actually, who were
0: bad were just so over the top. The boys top who were
1: bad were over <laughs> the top. But again, I still think that these situations are over the top still, just to get back to Hey, get this. Dick Grayson's a great guy. And now everybody who jumped in, new readers who may not have known that, even they should know that by now. Well, that's the
0: thing is, I like reiterating the idea of what makes Dick Grayson great, especially in his own books. But during the time that he was Robin to like form the kind of man that he would become as Nightwing, I really love this cold opener back in the past. But when we get to the main day, like the the present day stuff, where Dick Grayson's going through, he's opening his park, which he calls Haven in Bloodhaven, where they have a skate park, basketball court, soccer court, free pizza, free cafes, all these different things. Like he is just walking through, taking up all of this land, and saying, "Here." kids. It's a safety hazard for the city. Go and run, have fun. And he also has a giant Alfred Pennyworth statue in the center of this haven. It's such a weird idea though, because Dick is trying to make a a difference in Bloodhaven, much to the chagrin of Blockbuster. So even when you have Blockbuster show up and he even has, you know, Mayor Zuko in there, Melinda Dick's sister, the idea that she's almost like undercover, but still with Blockbuster and stuff. But the idea that like you're gonna like yeah this is my city you just can't come in here and do whatever you want i like i i saw you got shot almost got shot before you got to worry about these things but blackbusters master plan it seems like and this whole idea like fucking dick grayson comes in here thinks he's the bee's knees and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna hire about six maybe eight people they're going to put on masks and they're going to spray paint his park and say, no haven. That'll show to Dick Grayson. So I'm like, that's your master plan, Blockbuster. <laughs> Who's going to get on the freaking tip, though? It's like, man, I don't like all this good stuff that this guy's doing for the city. See that? That guy agrees with the spray paint everywhere. Yeah, it that's is such not going to do anything.
1: <laughs> you know, burn it down or something if you're going to yeah. do it or whatever. But it, Or poison the pizza that George Perez and Marv Wolfman are serving up. Uh, The idea of this, though, when you go into that.
0: Spot on Perez and Wolfman, though.
1: uh, It's funny because on the left side, I thought it was Len Wein out of nowhere. It looked like him. And I ended up asking Bruno Redondo. He said, nope, random librarian. (laughs) I'm like, all right, I can go with that now with that though even, even the when you're giving
0: out free books and what looks like a taco truck at this haven community like center you I'm know like, there's books. nothing there's nothing bad about this it's the idea that who's gonna have to stand against this
1: here here is my play on this too because everybody's going wild about this whole deal with the you know tributes and things if if for some reason you're gonna tribute me eric if the whole com, say DC Comics ends up thinking me and you are the greatest out of nowhere, and they're going to give us tributes. I'm, I'm, pa- I passed away, unfortunately, maybe fortunately, but please don't have me working on random pizza trucks. I don't want to do that in my real life. Have me do something like I'm just sitting there, sitting there lazy. I don't want to be a fucking
0: choosy beggar over I don't want to
1: end up being some, you know, uh, uncle who isn't paying attention to us just make me walk by or side so i don't know I'm, I'm sitting there and also
0: i'm like you know what if you want to put me in a comic do whatever you want i'd appreciate it
1: again me and you have been in a bunch yes. and we're always dying and things that's fun you know there's a the deal not with the idea How that dare we-
0: you have me working at a pizza joint w- what's motherfuckers? mark wolfman
1: doing that guy's just sitting there he's not even he's working he's taking a break, he just, what break? I think he's not working. He's doing what really was. He'd write the script in two seconds and then make George draw for a month. That's what it was. Uh, but you end up having this fan service again. And, and what I think the problem is and what I think that it goes not with just the idea of, hey, we have to remind everybody. I, Tom Taylor wants to keep reminding you how great. The problem I think really is in a scripting or a, a plotting type deal is the Heartless. What What's his M.O.? The Heartless goes after people who are loved people who love you and i think that since the heartless has been on the side all the, he keeps trying to give you like oh my god we're, we're setting up the heartless and then five issues later we're still setting up the idea that everybody loves Ooh, i'm
0: still here heartless that's <laughs> what i
1: think it is i think that the idea that we're not moving is really because of the idea you have to keep reminding people by the way, this heartless, he's going to come up so I have to remind people that everybody love him. We need the heartless to just come out of here.
0: The heartless right? is a weird perfectionist where it's like, okay, I'm going to really need somebody like everybody's heart that I take have to be somebody who's really loved. They, that's how they get on my shelf of freaking heart, like with jars of hearts and stuff like that. The idea is they like, at one point, Blackbuster. Everybody loves that Buster. going to get me a big ass job for that guy. And next thing he knows, oh my god, Nightwing's backing up. People love Nightwing's that. Nightwing. A gonna go after that guy. And then all of a sudden, Dick Grayson becomes a billionaire, starts making parks for people. I'm like, oh my god, Dick And then the next thing he knows, it's Valentine's Day, and he has no idea what to do. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> getting freaking you know hearts That's for right. everybody. Yeah, chocolate. he doesn't know what the to heart do. Heartless is so confused because everything has to be perfect.
1: It's funny. At one point, he's like, "I'm gonna go after ba- Oh, nobody likes him. No, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, but I I think again when you're doing this. That is the setup. It's just gone on too long. The idea and and I think that people have even lost the the idea or the fact that the Heartless that's what it is. The idea that you have to be loved. You have to be somebody that's loved and all the people that love you are in trouble or you're in trouble yourself, whatnot. So I think that this is one of those but then you get what is it, Heartless Heartless Against the DC Universe? I mean, seriously, thank God. But yeah, so you do those Gym things winner, at the beginning. You elevate Alfred. That's good. I love where you're going through Haven. There's Dick Grayson. He's waving to the Marv Wolfman and the George, George Perez. Perez. It's yeah. nice, and you see there's a skate park. So you know there's drugs involved there. Eric, I told you that before. Is that but
0: where your kids hang out?
1: Dick, no, they ah. just they don't need to go there. Why would you need to leave the house? there? You end up with Bruce shows up. And he, look look at him with those sunglasses like he doesn't want to be seen or something. The best but,
0: part is, even though he's sitting there like walking ace, almost being trying to be incognito with it. When I see him with that weird, almost turtleneck-esque sweater that he's yeah, wearing. That's, that's way all over, I see,
1: overdone, too. Yeah, right? but like, when really I see him deep. for whatever
0: reason, he looks almost like he's coming in here like it's a Highlander book where he's Connor or Duncan McLeod for some reason with the style that he's wearing. I'm like, the worst part is like, I really dig that style, but it's so 90s. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I am telling you, Ace, when he first sees, you know, Haley's like, look at you three legs. <laughs> yeah, you know Ace is a little aloof, Eric. I don't know if you know that. At I one you point,
0: Ace has murdered people, Jim. <laughs>
1: at, one, at one point I thought that Haley was gonna, you know, start sniffing Ace's asshole. They're like right behind there. But Bruce is there and it's nice. But I, I wanted this to be like you have these fan service moments. And like you said, you're setting up kids to and and george perez to be a target as you're walking through and you know that you are that you do have wally running around you know just running
0: around but keeping an eye on things i
1: wanted my favorite thing i wanted and and we didn't get it i mean the idea that tom taylor's going to give you this fan service and could get to the point where oh bruce why are you here just because you think we're in danger or something no i'm your father I'm here because you're my son I want to support you That's all I needed I might have cried there Because I love that But he's like No Yeah you are Well little And then they get to the part Where they're at that You know middle deal Oh he would hate that And you see It's the Alfred statue I'm like damn right he would. Why is he dressed as a butler? Why, why do you have to have him as the butler in this? You could have had just a guy. You could have had him in his back in It, it the kind day. of was
0: like his outfit. <laughs> I just, but nobody has to know him of just being the butler. That's how they know him for the most part. Like I don't know if they ever saw him outside of that. <laughs> I'm
1: saying when people walk by and they're just like, who's this Alfred? I don't know. He looks like a magician.
0: I want to see he does kind of look like a magician. I want to see a freaking statue of Alfred at one time when Dick walked down like, are like, Alfred just happened to be off this one. One day had some shit to do to take have a little me day thing. He's down there in a freaking like a, a tank top and some like uh, sweatpants or something like that, and that's what Dick always remembered Alfred S. So here's a statue of an old man when in a he's tank tuning top and up sweatpants. the Batmobile like he's
1: down there doing. <laughs> I just I kind of just would have wanted him as a, as a guy just there. You have the what does Most, a guy wear? Well, a guy just wear regular pants and a and maybe a turtleneck like Bruce. And uh, just the idea that they had to dress him up like the butler it seemed weird. I, I just as a tribute to him, look at him. He was our butler, a ah, billionaire that guy was. But then Blockbuster shows up and this is a very quick moving issue. Blockbuster shows up it's like, hey, Grayson, you're a real piece of crap. You know, here you are. You're making everybody a target. You got shot. You're going to open up this place. And now, again, you have Dick say, well, no, no, no. I I have Superboy or Superman Superman. over there, John. uh, He's going to do it. I'm like, there you go. It's always it's not as bad, but it's still. You didn't have to have anybody really open it anyway. Just kind of go and Bruce steps up and says, hey, there." I
0: I just imagine it's going to be like a ribbon cutting ceremony and then he's off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just you already broke ground. I mean, you don't really need that, but I guess, you know, that's what will happen. And they're like, "What does Su- Superman have to do with this?"
0: I just caught up on Young Justice this morning before we got on stuff like that, and I, like at the end of the end credits of the latest episode, they're talking about the new like Hall of Justice where they're going to be building and stuff, and they end up cutting a ribbon thing. And it's so funny because during those credits, you always have like a voiceover just to so, like some static background, or like something minute might change and in that. When you see the scissors go and just cut, and that's all you see is the scissors come in the frame and cut this ribbon. And then you see, it's the outline of plastic man's costume. And it actually made me laugh. Cause that, that's all I can think about it, this idea. Of like, well, here's Superman here. He's going to open up the Haven park. And I just want to see for some reason, a big old pair of scissors that happen to be in plastic man colors. That would be <laughs> funny. He just wants to be touched. Nobody knows it's plastic man. You're gross. Eel. I love that Bruce has to
1: take off his, you know, his glasses. Like he's David Caruso and that CSI is like, Hey, I'd watch who you threaten there, Roland. Quiet down, poor boy. <laughs> hey there, poor guy. I don't care. You're not a... I wish he'd say, you know that this guy's my son and he's a billionaire. Like, it kind of goes both ways. He could maybe
0: get me out of a Well, jam. maybe your son can make you more than a thousandaire. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea. He's still Batman. He still does all these amazing things. We say he doesn't have any money, but he still has to have... be a multi-millionaire for any of this to work out. I just don't understand why we keep calling him poor and going with that just because he's not a billionaire anymore. Even look, Just imagine, it's like here I am. I'm Eric Shea. I hit the lottery. The Powerball numbers come in finally, and I have a hundred million dollars. And all of a sudden, I got motherfuckers. Hey, look at you, not billionaire. Poor boy. I'm like, what do you want?
1: It's what happens a lot I see on you know Twitter and stuff, where you have somebody and oh my god, they donated ten million dollars to this foundation. Where only ten million? <laughs> like oh, they have that. I'm like, it's never, it's never good enough in this. It's never enough. There's multimillionaire Bruce Wayne, look at you slugging. Even in the, the idea it, I think was in de-
0: there. Was it in Detective Comics where we had Bruce Wayne talking to that woman talking about I can buy you oh, a yeah. cheap drink or something like that? Yeah, like, a cheap drink? What, what are we playing at? Like what we is in everybody's minds about how poor Bruce Wayne is right now? Because while he did lose a significant amount of money, pretty much giving it to the Fox family, I want to see some goddamn numbers.
1: Yeah, and and at this point too, I I would just get rid it. it was so ridiculous because of the idea. It was almost immediately pushed aside in a way that he's still doing things like you said you'd have him doing things me I mean you would say well how could he afford that oh he had that still or that was there or whatever it's just silly but he's like hey look at you poor boy get out of my way and yeah you you know that bruce is like i want to say that i'm batman i want to punch this guy right in the face well you end up john comes down and he's gonna do You know, the cutting of the ribbon, whatever, the opening. And then you have Barbara, who has to go too far and start just throwing shade at Blockbuster right there. I'm like, watch out what you're doing. This is not a a nice guy. He ends up, but everybody's taking selfies. Which Again, now John shows up, and because the idea, you know, Tom Taylor, it's all Tom Taylor deal of everybody who said they're the greatest things ever. They're the big superstars, and they're doing that. But like you said, the big plan here behind all this then ends up being and i I think that tom taylor's trying i saw people who said he's definitely i don't know tom taylor but it seems like he's trying to go a little bit of that like antifa type deal of hiring these thugs to come in
0: but there's not enough of them it seems silly to me i got like eight guys just spray painting on freaking taco trucks no haven (laughs) you got him blackbuster not that
1: this is the greatest thing ever but it reminds me of the scene from django when you have jonah hill And they're like, are we going to go down? Put the
0: (laughs) just go. these guys,
1: yeah, these guys seem just goofy where they go in and you're there to like it. You seem like Blockbuster wants to do something bigger. The idea, like you said, throw shade, shame at this haven and then shame at Dick Grayson. Try to show that he's not good. Try to bring him down. Instead, you go and almost set it up as a way that people are going to rally towards it to go. Oh, man. They people don't want our kids to have free library. Like you're really doing it the wrong way, Blockbuster. You're you like, being. I'm telling ridiculous. you, if you want to
0: really screw this up, poison some of the food, put some pornography in the free bookstore. I don't know what you're going to do here. You know, just make it look bad on its own. Not come in and say, "I don't like this really great place for everybody." I'm like, yeah, who says end that? up blackmailing the Dick Race and make him look bad. But even
1: in this, this is Blockbuster's goon squad that he hired. This is his big play at this moment. The one guy has a golf club. I mean, who's that? Casey Jones coming in here? What the hell is going on? To... One the guy has a bat. Place... <laughs> and the other, no haven with the spray paint. I mean, seriously? That's what can you're walk doing? can it in
0: like it's a clockwork orange and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> Oi, <Oy>, mates. <laughs> Time for the ultraviolence it is. <laughs> you end up having Melinda and they're like, oh, yeah, I got to fill out some paperwork, whatever. That even shows you that block. why isn't Blockbuster getting more involved in just shutting this down? even in a like a, a lawful type, like, like go and look at some sort of the deal. Maybe put up that statue and you're not allowed to do that. Something that he could well, kind of come in all and all the do. permits he needed. Yeah, Slowly, it seems but he got like, him. again, maybe you could look into that, but to send a guy with a golf club, a guy with a baseball bat and some spray paint, come in here and that's and a your plan? You know, and, and the idea, they, they even shut down all of the video cameras around this area. In my mind, why? Why don't you show this like, I don't know what they think. If there's no cameras, what are they going to think later? Somebody's going to come by. Oh, my God. These must have been really uh, great guys who did this. Uh, (laughs) We're down with the haven. And all it is is to set up is this idea of getting these guys' faces on camera. Did you
0: see in this whole thing, too, when Oracle's talking to Dick, leading him through the whole idea and telling him what's going on here, where she's wearing the Stephanie Phillips shirt, I Killed Comics?
1: Yeah, yeah, the I Killed Comics deal. It's nonsense. So you end up again. Everybody's giving each other handy jays lately in these things. It's just ridiculous. So you end up with all that going on, and Dick Grayson jumps in now. In that, that's why I say the beginning. You end up Dick Grayson, little Robin. He ends up where yeah, you see that he's always going to help people. He no doesn't matter. matter what. He's going to go in. That doesn't play like that should play out more in this
0: issue. He just Dan goes Dino in the tried stop. to kill him for 20 years. He still ran headfirst into danger, Jim. He's a true hero.
1: That's what I'm saying. The beginning, that flashback doesn't really tie in well to anything. That was just a random, hey, everybody dick grayson's great and now we go into this and well, he i imagine has it will be attacking. an
0: overall where he's never going to stop trying we
1: keep getting this but we already know that and so when you get to this ending i wish that it tied in something more i wish that you ended up seeing something at the beginning flashback not just of a guy running through i mean he really that guy you say was just running through the streets being chased by a random bunch of thugs we don't even know why i would have laughed at when they he lets that guy go And then you realize that guy was bad or it's like that guy did this or that. But at the end, he just goes and knocks out everybody. All these guys that are there trying to cause trouble and mayhem, he knocks out. You get a Batman 66 type deal as a fan service. And then he uncovers their faces and he grabs their faces and he unmasks them. And you end up having them on film because Barbara has her cameras there and ends up the Haven cameras that she had set up. They get them on, so those people are going to be able to be tried or arrested and maybe tie back to Blockbuster, who's all pissed off. He ends up hearing it didn't go well. I don't know what would have went well. I mean, if they did what they were going to do. They just got beat up. But then he they thinks that Nightwing's at there. the door. Yeah, and he thinks that Nightwing's at the door, and he answers, and it's the Heartless.
0: The Heartless has come a-calling for Blockbuster. Has spent
1: more time in cliffhangers than actually in any stories, really, and so we get it, so hopefully this sets this to get moving forward let's see what's going on as you said this isn't a hey you have a problem with nightwing this is specifically dick grayson that the heartless says so you're setting that up everybody loves him and now that's the heartless's deal but i don't know if i'm but i don't know that it's a great way to set yourself up of hey i think i want to team up with you by the way all your schmucks here they're dead you showed your worth at this point in time they're not dead brutal still alive heartless the guy out. Who threw the the wall it, you know, with half of his body, I don't know that he's alive, but we'll see. I'm with that, though, I am i wouldn't join up with him if I'm Blockbuster. I, I'd end up running Well, at this point in time, him. it
0: really does seem like Blockbuster is at his wits end about what he can do against Nightwing. And if this guy's going to come in here and volunteer his services, then why not? Yeah, so we'll have to see. Well, well Dick Grayson, see, not yeah. Nightwing, but in general.
1: Yeah, again, but he ends up thinking that, you know, Nightwing is always protecting Dick Grayson as well. So, so he not ends not up that, even that, saying Nightwing, that. Nightwing,
0: Super Superman, the Titans, everybody's protecting his ass.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, again, when he gets the call, it's Nightwing came and stopped this oh my god nightwing oh man i think he's here at the door uh but the big play is get rid of dick Grayson. so we'll see how that goes but again the beginning is nice you get some moments you get that emotional deal you get the connection you get an alfred we don't get a lot of alfred you see you know the heroes being heroes uh but all of it just i need something more and i'm hoping this heartless deal which has been now you know so long that issue the sixth issue of his run It looked like it was really kicking in to get to the Heartless story, and then we just kind of got derailed since then with it. So I want to see how that is, but what would you give it?
0: I love the opener and the cliffhanger to this book. It's just when we get back to the present-day stuff, while there is a lot of nice stuff, just the overall idea. It's like, I'm going to open up a park for kids, and Blockbuster's big plan is no haven spray-painted, and maybe birds and stuff like... It's not that good of a plan. It's just kind of there and kind of silly in my mind. And be, like because I love the art as well, I'm going to give this is a seven point five out of ten. Yeah,
1: I like the art as well. I'm a six five. I just need more. Like I said, I, I've seen this same scene with the Rob and the Batman and Robin stuff at the beginning. It's been like five times in this book at least. And then we even have other ones like that. I get it. I know, you know, that whole deal. I know that he's a great guy. He wants to do. Just ends up where I just want to get to the story and then we go from there. Maybe it's the transition of going from that then into, you know, here we go walking through Haven and whatnot, but really the only progression of the overall story really is that cliffhanger. Uh so hopefully that kicks in and we end up having something good. But we'll move on to the next book, which again, it has a bit of that fan service type feel but it feels like at least it's moving something forward in my mind, but what is that? Er?
0: The Flash, number 782, written by Jeremy Adams, with art by Fernando Passer, Matt Ryan, Jeremy Cox, Peter Pente- uh, Pentezis, and Rob Lee. And in this issue of The Flash, you pick up where you left off previously in Chicago, where like Wally and Wallace are taking on Gooder and trying to figure out why the hell this big-ass behemoth is broken out of Iron Heights Prison. And to do that, we have this really kind of cool-ass scene where you have the two trying to take down Gooder. They're having a lot a of hard times but then he had the idea of how a magnet works with the friction for the speed force to get this metal monster to go and be magnetized and then the funniest thing while it's kind of silly It's a lot of fun. Just even the idea where we then have to, like, magnetize and take it out because everything starts coming at him like a cartoon or something along those lines. I think they even had that in the last Fast and the Furious where they had giant magnets where everything just pulled it towards the whole thing. Was it in space at that point? No, no, no. no, That was something else in space. But this is down the ground. They had giant magnets that were pulling trucks towards them and doing different things. But uh, the, the way we get... Gerder back to Iron Heights because he is magnetized. We have Wally running with a giant steel beam that is pulling Gerder so at like goofy. Mach 2 throughout the country. And I'm like, you know what? That's goofy as hell, but I'm having a lot of fun looking it's at fun. it. It's fun.
1: It is fun. I'm just, I. you had to have been thinking like, why isn't anything else? Like everything going. Now we have that like... He's
0: got to keep it fast.
1: Katamari Damasi or whatever yeah. it was called with the ball, uh, which was fun, which is what Gerder ends up being later. And I'm wondering when I don't we get even to know that, what happens to him later because I feel like we melted Gerder. When you get to that, and, and why? We talk about it now. When they do have him there, I really thought that what the play might be, but I don't know that Wolf would end up blaming the Flashes for this magnetism and saying, oh, my God, he was in the cell, and then all of a sudden he ended up kind of going in and of himself and whatnot. I don't know what the play is, but the issue starts off with Linda and i and one of the things throughout this whole issue is that idea of why would linda go with wally and it's kind of funny now with that i'd say you end up having tom taylor making dick race and he can't do anything wrong suddenly in this wally gets a little bit dumbed down in this issue in my mind to really push the idea though i end up making it in my mind Like when he's with Wallace, he can kind of be the goofy guy, whatever. But I don't want this Wally being the father. He seems a little bit too goofy and kind of even dumb at one point, but he's okay. But when you end up going, Linda does something at the beginning that I know drives you nuts. She starts typing, and she types really fast. She, like, types out a thing. I know this is a thing of I can
0: get on a really good typing spree. Like, if my computer starts slowing down, where I am typing faster than my computer. Now, if you give somebody a speed force any kind of thing... The idea that you're doing this and it's not catching up, and eventually it might catch up, but the idea of that whenever they do this with Speed Force, it's always like, and it's all done. I'm like, this is the fastest computer that's actually almost predicting what the hell you're going to type or how fast exactly. it's working. It always bothers me.
1: And uh, sometimes when they do this, they do it a better way where the keyboards keep getting broke and you kind yeah. of – the computer blows up or whatnot, but – she ends up doing that using the. Well, she's it's like, oh, my
0: Red God, so, you
1: know, eat your heart out, Stephen King. Kind of a funny joke. And that's kind of the deal with Stephen King. I like better. I think it was family guy when he got hit by the car and he flies up in the air. when he came down. He's already written three other books. Now, that's funnier. But yeah, the whole idea of Linda having these powers is kind of a cool deal. And I like the way this progression goes, even though by the end you get that classic, almost like a mystery type deal hey, I know who it is, but they never say it and then they die? Like, she's, she wants to tell Wally about this, but then she doesn't get to? I, I have no that idea
0: that we have to have, like, the idea of the forest drama. It bothers me a little bit because I'm like, Linda... You are married to Wally West. Yeah. Your kids have speed, force, powers as yeah, well the, as your father. You're now with them, right? Why are you keeping this a secret, especially because <laughs> you so don't know weird. where it came from and it could be dangerous? You live in a superhero world. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Talk us. Uh, speak up, Linda. Speak this up. This
1: isn't a young Eric Shea realizing he's a mutant and his family's you know, a, I anti-mutant, once. right? Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's nothing bad that will come from this. They will be happy. You'll end up being... Is, the you only have thing
0: that, the things that can figure it out right there, right? With you being quiet about it, that could lead to something dangerous about it. That's so please what's speak weird. Up. It's set up.
1: It's, it's set up, like you said, drama. Also, the idea, we haven't had it much lately, but the idea of being able to sense the speed force and people in it, and whatnot, maybe like, hey, we got a plus one here. I wonder who that is. Says, oh, my God, it's coming from within the house. The flash is coming from within the house. But it, it's neat to have her do that. I do love the idea that really the first time it's revealed to at least the kids. She ends up saving Irie because she's going to get hit by a car. I think Which that seems that's weird
0: great. because Irie has speed force powers as well, and in my mind should be able to run out of the way of yeah, this I before just think Linda she could activate. It. But even if she could see it, because she, I, I feel like she would be still be able to do it whether she saw it or not because she could still act. Like she, maybe she's just not at this point in time. But it is funny to me because the idea of like you know eat your heart out Stephen King and then this scene here oh, like Irie it's almost get plowed down like Gage Creed and Pet Cemetery, and all of a sudden we're off to the Micmac burial oh and
1: the car. <laughs> Where's Christine? Eric, I'm just saying, and, <laughs> was, was there ever a Stephen King movie or book about a sentient soccer ball? Was, was that ever? No. Did he do Castaway? Did he? You end up here. That was a volleyball, Eric. Why sure did you was. even mention that? You end up where I think that the play here is. Irie really probably could have gotten away or, or out of the way. She just didn't see it right away. But because Linda ends up motherly deal, she ends up jumping in ahead of time i like that but i also really like the kids playing with each other and they're playing soccer and they're starting to use speed force powers that they're not allowed to because a kid would not be able to not do that and no. i like where jay goes Were well, you as an adult it's like yeah oh i would be using it <laughs> you don't think that i'd right now be a four sport guy i idea? imagine
0: I, you playing soccer, you might even have brass knuckles in your pocket waiting to do it <laughs> i
1: mean that's my power Come here, kids they, they don't realize my power is the power of being an asshole And so you end up, though, even when I like the mention, keep the mentions going. Hey, you're not supposed to use your powers, Irie. That's because you're hanging out with that Maxine. I'm like, keep going.
0: Can't wait for Adam
1: and to show up. Bring me the rest of the bakers. And then I like when he's just like, oh, you're going to use yours. Well, I'm going to use mine. Boom. And kicks the ball, though. That's not a great play, there, Jay. You end up kicking the ball <laughs> like you're not really doing anything. Out there. of bounds. Irie ended up wait, like you should just wait to use your speed force powers when she kicks it and use it to get the ball. Then he kicks. My
0: ass it. is doing a speed force pele
1: kick. Just this to look really cool. is like normally this is one of those ah oh, Jay's the asshole ruined the game. The ball's gone now. Now we got to go. And that almost was our the only soccer ball. <laughs> and almost kills her. Uh, but yeah, I like that idea and I like where that, but the drama of the oh we should probably talk almost in
0: shame well even when we continue on when we know like Wally's gonna b- dump Wallace off at the house while he goes down uh, and takes care of something on his own the idea that we have is like you wanted to talk about Wally with what because Wally's just kind of like okay I love you I gotta go and stuff yeah, like yeah, Wally go. we really gotta talk about something yes we do baby love you but I gotta go right now and the whole thing is that he's gonna be the last one to know because he is the Flash he's always just trying to going it is very sitcom and it's one of those yeah, weird it is things right it's a fun thing because I love the Flash family I love Having Wallace in this book as, you know, Wally's kid Flash, just extending that Flash slash West family some more, especially if it becomes a mainstay, which I do hope that we have that. Yeah, I do too. I just don't like the outcome of her just like not giving the time, especially because she has speed force powers. She could run after him and say, No, we have to talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. And even then, you end up what it where I would go with it and how it's not going to go this way, but it's kind of an Eric Shea thing. And it's, it's a sitcom thing as well. But it's something you have mentioned a bunch of times to me where she's had these speed force powers. This reminds me of somebody who on you would say on Facebook, somebody gets engaged or they have a birthday and you're not like right away saying, hey, congratulations. And that is like three days later. And then you're like, ah, you're going to f- avo- avoid it completely and not mention well, it now it's because too it, far it's gone too gone now. late. That's yeah. what I'm getting the idea of. She's like, well, I didn't tell him right away because I didn't know. And now it's too late. She doesn't know how to tell him. But uh, you you would get the idea that Jeremy Adams will set it up, that Linda will end up saving Wally somehow with the Speed Force, almost like she did just here with Irie. And that will be the, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Who well, has you? The Speed you? Force
0: will be used against her to put her in danger. Or
1: it could be that. I mean, you could have that. But the book hasn't set up. Like uh, if this was in the Joshua Williamson run, then th- that speed force was all over the place. And I think there's going to be some real big awesome weird
0: reverse flash nonsense that he granted powers to her through his bullshit like lightning crazy thing. thing that he had previously. Exactly. That I still don't understand
1: how it worked. This just feels more like family
0: drama and it's set Battery's up. barry has gone. Now I'm going to screw with you. Wally. I don't Welcome know home. Why she,
1: I don't know why she's so like, you know, upset and the kids even, I think they'd be smiling. I think they would laugh. Like, the idea would be, I thought we weren't supposed to use our speed force. Welcome pal. to the like, party, like, Yeah, it'd be kind of funny with that. But with all that going on, though, the Iron Heights Penitentiary, where we do have Warden Wolf, he's up to things. We've seen this. And they end up where Wallace and Wally bring back girder, And it is, it's is—it's sus. I mean, how did this big guy get out? They do end up saying after the fact, maybe they don't want to alert Warden Wolf too much that they're on his case, even though it seems he knows. Yeah. The idea of, you know, how do you get out? That's one thing. But they are on the money later saying, "Why? why wasn't anybody alerted to this? Like, no sort of authorities. That's where you get the problem. It just kind of happened. Now, out you go, Flashes. Yeah, and, and Gerder's kind of funny because he did end up, he ended up trying to rob a bank when he wasn't supposed it's to. But it's such again, a weird idea. That's what because, happens when
0: you deal with these guys. Because previously we know that Blacksmith was let out to go do something for Warden yeah. Wolf. And by the end of the last issue, we assume that, you know, Gerda was let, let out as well. But he was robbing banks. We still don't know exactly why these, like, you know, yeah, what were these they former rogues to? have been let out for. But I really thought at one point, Gerda's in Chicago robbing banks because the reason we find out later in this issue is that Warden Wolf for somehow this connected to this but he is running for mayor and i'm like did you need funds for your mayoral candidacy and like you have the villains out here trying to collect money for you because i really don't know what they're doing yet (laughs) give me leonard snart i'm like why here's the weird play
1: you end up like such a weird idea like i was gonna say well what he wants to do is he wants to cause a lot of problems you know in the city and then he could say i'll make them better The problem is the people who are causing problems are people who are escaping from his prison. That doesn't seem right. In Chicago. And and yeah, and he doesn't seem to, like, again, Gerder he wanted to rob banks on his own yeah. he even he gets he, yelled he wanted, at because the
0: thing is he was really sussed about the whole thing he's gonna go get a quick payday go laugh. to south america he doesn't want to deal with any of this warden wolf or blacksmith bullshit
1: now what setup is that where he says because earlier we saw that in south america and i can't remember the exact country but they end up having that nickname you know flusho or whatever for the flash
0: oh yeah yeah i think it was uh it was Ar- it was brazil or argentina yeah, had so the was fl- that, is man. that
1: what's gonna be like the set? because you do have gerda specifically say i was gonna go to south america not specific just south america yeah but i'm gonna go because they don't have any heroes down there i'm like oh yara floor don't don't get a hold of her she's gonna be pissed but is that a setup for later for him to escape and then have that classic you know of the internet nickname for flash to come in and do it i don't know it just was, a it, was weird yeah, okay, it was argentina that he had okay it was argentina that i swear that's a setup for eventually he will escape to Argentina. And then you'll have Flash take him down and you'll get to have that phrase again. It seems like hey, a weird flush, thing man. for him to say. They end up with the stealth suits. I mean, there's some cool things. You end it's up not. At,
0: the thing is, you say that's cool. It's one of those things that okay. I actually was very dislike, like not like about the idea because there's a few things in this because I like this issue a lot, especially with what we're doing because it really does seem like Jeremy Adams is doing his damnedest to keep me happy personally, which is very odd in my mind to think because... Maybe I'm a narcissist, I don't know, but the idea that you are. we're an ego you maniac. maniac. <laughs> because where we had previously, even in the Teen Titans book, into the last issue of The Flash, where Wally was acting like a tryhard absentee father with all the nicknames to Wallace and stuff like that. Hey, how's it going? Ace? I'm gonna keep calling you Ace or Champ or Sport. Because in this, it really felt like that whole tryhard attitude. And this out of nowhere, it is almost retroactively changed to the point where Wally and Wallace. Had this nickname since they were kids because Wallace used to go around telling everybody how he could always do everything better than everybody else to the point where the family put him to the test and he failed at everything to the point where Wally started calling him Ace as a fucking bullshit nickname to try to get back at him and it's always stuck around now and Wally won't let him forget. I'm like, I love this explanation. It makes so much I more like sense. I like it too. It seems a little bit
1: like bullying. Well, yeah. Who doesn't bully their cousins? Wallace still hasn't gotten over it. He's like, oh, that like the one day when they actually are like, there's one thing to have your, you know, cousin in there hey i can do everything great but they actually the whole family we're calling you on this and we're gonna actually have
0: we're tired of the shit while it's a
1: cathalon of try hard assholes here you go go and do that and he can't do it it ended up i think scarred him for life but you do have that and i was gonna ask i'm glad you brought that up the idea when me and you and it was more in that teen titans academy issue that tied in the war uh, for a three that it started out this a deal and we said that that's weird it's
0: no it's the issue after that
1: okay it seemed like the editorial though ended up wanting like not realizing and telling these guys hey they don't know each other but we in an infinite frontier and everything who knows so we ended up saying that and i definitely did i asked jeremy adams are, are they telling you that they don't know each other whatever and he's like no 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 we're aware of it there'll be something later that will kind of show that or explain it But it does feel like something went a little wonky and then they corrected it,
0: which I don't mind. No, I love the correction. I love the way that this works out because it gives a a history between the two that's constantly being brought up. This kind of throw in Wallace's face. And it works out because they are family as well. But the thing is, I love that aspect of changing in this. But when we actually have the idea, when we go back to the speed lab where like Wally has made the place a mess ever since Barry's been gone, he works on his car here. I wanted a little bit of thing because previously Wallace is a big Wallace gearhead. Is a big car guy. I think cars, that Maybe that's set up. Doesn't a setup. talk anything about the maybe idea of do Wally it later. doing this. Hopefully the thing is, but even the idea that we have to go back to the Speed Lab because we're gonna go break into Iron Heights, but we got to do it stealthy. So here are some stealth flash suits. I'm like, hey, Wally, both you and Wallace, bring your suits out from the Speed Force. They're not a physical suit that you put on. You actually create the the suits with the Speed Force yourself and can change them. So why aren't you doing that here?
1: Yeah, I just like it. It's just there for. I don't like, though, when you get that setup, they go back
0: to the work. We haven't seen the work in a while. Sure haven't. And been.
1: they end up getting the things terrific tech. It, it works out. Uh, you know, he's connecting dots, we go back to the work.
0: Thank God it was bringing your cousin to work day, though.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah, really. And then at work, he's like, to the speed lab! I'm like, watch yourself! What and even it, the idea it,
0: were, it felt too goofy to me. I know that Wally's goofy, but it, it was a little too goofy. But It was goofy to the point that Mr. Terrific knows that Wally is Flash. He's given him the job so he can go through, like, you know, earn a paycheck and also leave, do Flash stuff when he needs to. But when you have the... We've barely seen Wally at his job. I like that things seem to have gone around where they call him, like, the idea that he's a ginger... And like they kind of like you know have a flame. weird nickname for that flame, like. I,
1: and he I says, "Cause he's hot." That that yeah, made yeah. me laugh. That made but me laugh. But
0: when you have the situation where it's like off to the speed lab that you're yelling there at work, but also the idea where his coworkers like, "Hell of the hell did he ever get Linda Park?" I'm <laughs> like, "Well, I guess your coworkers and you are working out pretty well, Wally."
1: Well, remember at first the coworkers hated his Scott said he yeah. hasn't been there since. I thought that he'd show up. And hes it's going to be, like you said, bring your cousin to work day. And he he probably wants to impress Wallace as well with this idea of them being his chums and things. Like, there's no way they like him now. He's never been there. And he's like, to the speed lab in the middle of it. I'm like, what do they think he's saying at that point and all this stuff going on, which is pretty crazy. But I don't mind. You go to the speed lab. There's a mention of, hey, where's the treadmill? You know, you should go back in time and tell him, oh, that was stolen. Uh, he's connecting some dots. I don't mind that the stealth suits are there. I, it's weird. It's just there.
0: It just doesn't make sense with the power set. It
1: just seems like it's something that they have and they're gonna, it, it felt weird. But when they do go in and find that, I love that Warden Wolf, he ends up just having that, like, I don't know, his desk and a bunch of things with, the, you know, memorabilia for,
0: wolf for mayor
1: like he's gathering it up and hanging it on the wall i'm like look yeah, at this he's guy getting ready
0: for the big announcement
1: it's just weird that you're hanging up a shirt on the wall of the deal and you have that, that with this swag but yeah he's getting ready for this so he'll it's okay i mean it's something so they end up seeing that wonder what that is you said what's the connection of what he's been doing but when they did bring girder back you ended up having wolf being really you know shady and they realize that, and that's where Wally says, we're going to have to investigate this. We're going to do an investigation. Me and you, we're going to do it. And when they do go back, they find Girders just that ball, ball of rusty metal and crap, and it looks bad.
0: That's a weird thing, because I don't know if, like, Blacksmith did that with her powers of combining, like, inanimate, like, you know, animate objects yeah, and, so inorganic yeah. and stuff like that. Or if she just crushed him down with the combination because he's both, like, you know, organic and inorganic because he's Girder and stuff like that. I don't know what happened. I just know it's a bad day to be Girder, and I wouldn't be surprised if good old Girder is dead after this
1: yeah yeah and so what the play was they're zipping around if they stop then that will alert the security oh, yeah, the, exactly they, the whole
0: freaking the freaking like the gun ships the gun turrets are going to open fire on their asses as they slow down a bit and you know what they do slow they down stop. just a little bit too bad i mean
1: at one point they because girder they they end up holy crap this guy might be dead and that stops them in their tracks i mean literally and they end up then they're attacked they're like, oh my god but the, and i like that play because the idea they see something has gone wrong with girder they're not going to have any time to look into this at this point. They're just it. what I want to know is, if you do this to go, why do you keep them in a cell then? It's weird to keep them that. Where kind would you disp- keep your big ball I of metal? dispose of them in a wrecking yard. Is that what they call them? The wrecking yard? Uh, but they get attacked, and they're going. So now it's exposed that they were there as well, so they're trying to get out. But you have. Get me Leonard Snart. What is that play there? That's cool, and we want Leonard, but what's the play of what you're doing you're gonna run for mayor and he does say yeah i'm gonna be mayor i'm gonna do this so what is your play of actually letting people get out do bad things and whatnot we'll have to see it's such a
0: weird idea because what we had previously like when blacksmith when she was previously in the flash comic like what so long ago at this point she had started her own rogues and stuff like that and then the idea that you would eventually bring the new rogues in like the original rogues back and after that but like when you are bringing blacksmith out and you bring in characters like Gerda who are a part of her rogues and then you're going to have vin leonard start is there ever going to be this idea about the old rogues versus the new rogues and how that's going to be like kind of cool i always wanted to see that rogue situation war uh, exactly a rogue war but i guess you know at this point in time you have blacksmith doing all the heavy lifting for whatever you wanted like you, you're actually doing and when we bring in captain cold at some point to go talk to warden wolf I think that's going to be more of like, I need Captain Cold to make sure that these flashes stay off my back.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that as well. It's weird. The play, it would have been cool to have the play almost like an Arkham Tower where Warden Wolf ends up doing something where he convinces everybody how great he's done to rehabilitate everyone and like snarts his like campaign manager something funny. The one thing, though, that I, I want to tell him. You can't have blacksmith going, why is she still in her full out costume? I mean, just dress her up like a normal lady here, not just hanging out with that crazy costume there. This is what she's comfortable in, Jim. I, I, I don't know that anybody can be comfortable in that. Maybe the people looking on the eyes. I can. But, I mean, look, look at that thing. Like, seriously, though, you're walking around as the warden with a known villain who's full out in her evil villain costume. Try to
0: play it up a little different if you want to be mayor. But This is the, the, the what, he, this is what he's running his frigging thing on, his campaign on. Keep them villains in their costumes. Vote Warden Wolf for mayor. And
1: that's <laughs> it. Keep them in their costumes so we know what the hell they're up to. There you go. You see a woman walking down the street in a costume you know like that. Up. You know what's there? There's Lexus. She's still bad. It would be. there. There's the whole play. In this infinite frontier, play it full out that some are coming back good, bad, and different. I'm here to show you who the bad gals and guys are. There they are. Look at Gerder. He still looks like Gerder bad, but now he's a ball. Oh, my goodness. Even when you ball. have that, like all these other people then in prison, as you see. And I wish that we would have seen more specific people because they might be in big trouble as well. I mean, Warden Wolf is not going to shy away from taking his, you know, revenge if you don't do what he says, it seems, with Gerder. Gerder is like one of those villains, especially in these flashbacks. He's always there as the punching bag. You're always... Anytime he shows up, you know something's going to go wrong for him. And he's going to be like that. He even had it before... In the way back in the New Fifty Two Run, when we saw him Henry, and this yeah. kind of that as well, yeah, with Henry, when he they broke up- out of Iron
0: Heights, which seems weird in this whole situation because I know it's changed up regularly. But for we how we've seen Iron Heights previously to this issue, Iron Heights seemed to be on an island. It always felt like outside, but and now we're just this looks like it's where it originally was, like outstone outside Keystone City because you got like a mountain behind and stuff like that. But. I, I just feel like there's like a weird bit of continuity in how things are working with the because I even – I Wabers- think I remember
1: in Joshua Williamson's deal of him having to run across that bay to get to the exactly. points. Yeah. It was
0: always funny to me, the idea that Barry Allen had to work out of a cellar there and he had to take the, like, the ferry <laughs> to work <laughs> the to get fairy, to the Iron yeah. Heights for like, you know, island. But there's a lot of things that – like it feels like a lot of things that I enjoy of uh, Jerry Madden's flash run, doing of with Wally and retroactively, making sure that people like know it. that – wally and wallace are connected and they have this deep, like rooted history that you just never got to see before but when you have things like you know it feels like iron heights is in the wrong place the flash costumes are different than the powers should like allow them to be and even linda playing fucking dumb with the goddamn powers it's bothered me just for drama's sake but there's a lot of good stuff here because i love the art in this one a lot and the idea that we have wallace in here as a kid flash to be a sidekick to wally's west you know flash that's something that we haven't seen in a long time a kid flash and a flash together love it so much I would give this a 7.8 out of 10, though. I wanted to give it more. It's just there's some of the, like the few little problems really just kind of took me down a little bit.
1: I'm going to give it an eight because I did like it. Again, I understand that concept of trying to get Linda to be like, Oh, I can't tell. Cause they, you want to have this big surprise, this big deal. Now, with that, I don't know how much it's hitting with everyone with this whole Linda having the speed force, but I, I want to see like what's, what her costume is. I want to see like that sort of thing that is always kind of a cool deal to have.
0: You just wanted to look like when Iris had that Speed Force so, with the Mifidi
1: <laughs> Everyone, I'm telling you. Remember when I ended up saying that I just need more cosplay of Iris with the Speed
0: Force. It was the best.
1: Uh, but I want to see an I Who's hotter it,
0: Iris with her flash costume or red tornado Lois Lane and that's that might be a draw Eric and I knew you were going to
1: bring up <laughs> that Lois is you, red you tornado. Your freaky metal fetish holy crap it was weird I, I can't even explain it still but I, her I, metal I is. liked it uh, but yeah and I even like having like I want to see more of Wallace with you know Jay and Iris. I, I want to see more of Lena. And then I want to see stuff with Iris and things maybe even tied in. Yeah, and, I
0: can't wait for Iris to jump back in. And then you want to have the Bakers as well. Yeah, that's a huge thing for Wallace.
1: I mean, especially since all this stuff. Plus, like the Bakers, like you said, but also people have been bringing up, even I think on the site to this review of yours on the site about Bart and Jay. And, you know, I want to see this expand and expand. We'll have to see what goes on. Who and Big that's Ass Barbecues with Bart
0: and Jay Garrick to show up.
1: And Uncle Wade. Eric, as they mentioned earlier in this, yeah, Uncle Wade. I guess that was just a shout out to Mark Wade that they used to have barbecues because he was on the run. That's all I could get. But you end up, did you see that when he said that? Yeah, he goes where you know when we were having those barbecues with Uncle Wade. I'm like, well, (laughs) you're not making street names, so I'm okay. But maybe what we're gonna have because this book now jumps into. Dark Crisis, which to me should elevate it. it. It really should. It's getting involved. It's one of the few books that's an actual tie-in to the Dark Crisis event. I hope that that means where, and it says, the search for Barry Allen. Well, Barry Allen's search, that should involve all of them. You should have everybody, you know, from the top, Jay Garrick, to I don't Avery, Max Mercury. To all
0: that. People love Max Mercury, never a fan. I'm glad that you
1: brought up the thing, because remember when Wallace, and you mentioned it earlier, when Wally's cars there, that was a thing, that was Wallace's thing cars and remember when i kept saying to you man they're gonna make him hot pursuit
0: <laughs> because he was so into the cars and stuff like that, that freaking uh motor that he was blowing was almost like a, a tapping into the speed force motor yeah, or something along those lines but it wasn't quite like that and it was a crazy thing that really added to it so outside we even talked about on the show previously like months ago the idea where i was just laying in bed thinking about when uh when wallace isn't kid flash anymore what would be his name as a flash because i wanted to be something car related so pursuit. it's like like torque or something along those lines, just because of, like I needed to be something correlated. Because Diesel. outside of just what like he Vin is D. with the D. speed force, right? his biggest characteristic was somebody who really enjoyed cars until that was completely forgotten.
1: Yeah, I wish that this was a way, and I, it really felt like that car was there to get Wallace. Like, oh my god! Like, maybe yeah. it will. Maybe that's just a setup for later because that was his number one thing. That was what he was into, and yeah, that was kind of a cool deal. So that made you know it was like a little just little side thing that gave him character and i liked it and remember that white hot engine block and then yeah. it's in the speed force and I, I can't remember what they called it i kept trying the whole time we're talking about it i keep wanting to say nitrous but it wasn't that it was whatever it, it was cool though and we did like it and that and was the point thing where i
0: wanted to see explored in this issue as well as the idea because this isn't jeremy adams fault because we have moved past it. but at one point in time after You know, Wallace got his second dose of powers from the Speed Force Storm. He couldn't vibrate through solid objects like other spacers. He would actually explode with a vibrational force when he would try to do that. Like it was his own little side power that only he had compared to the other flashes. And now we're just back like, Hey, can you like, you know, vibrate through this three foot wall? It's like, I don't know if I can. And you know, we've been doing that. I just wish that would be properly explored as well. I
1: didn't, I didn't mind that as much because it was Wally who gave Wallace the kind of the instruction to kind of be able to go a little bit through. At the one point, I think it was even in like Flash War, whenever that was, where it was him when they first kind of like, hey, I I do this, I ended up doing that. And so maybe this is supposed to be that extra teaching, but it's felt too quick and whatever. Just try to do it, come with me. But I I agree, that whole blowing up deal seems to have been pushed aside anyway, which was kind of another thing. Again, you want to get these characters to be unique and you're trying to do it. The character that has the same name as another one, the kid Flashfield. So you can't let go of the things that make them unique. You kind of have to, you know, accentuate that. But it's still good. And I, I actually did like, even though I said, Wally seemed like dumbing down a bit. But I think it was like, in my mind, I explained it to myself in my head of like, hey, he's hanging out with Wallace again. It kind of gets you back in time. You know what I mean? You go to a picnic. You haven't seen guys in a while. And you end up kind of reverting night. back. Yeah, that's what happened. I like that. It seemed a little like I'm telling, to the speaker. It was a little too much, but with that, I still ate. I think the art was good, and I'm looking forward. and I'm glad that this book is one of the books, uh, you know, into the dark crisis. So at least we know we're enjoying this, and we can have something to look forward to in that as well. So, and everybody throwing shade at what. Well, Folly about everybody knows linda everybody's after her, it looks well, he's, like she's kind of famous yeah it's just the weird thing like these guys that he's worked with for like three days total i don't know what linda <laughs> sees of him. uh but with that he's like the ferris bueller of the office he comes and goes but yeah we're gonna go off now to a a little bit of mail Eric, it's time for the mail. Yo, it's mail, it's call. mail call here. And if you want to be involved in the mail like Luis this week, just email us at DC Comics at gmail.com. All of these links will be in the link tree in the show notes. Luis said, Hello, Jim and Eric. I hope all is well and the crew of all crews to get fresh crew. Beep, boop. boop, boop. All right. Here's this question of the week. This is a quick one says, question of the week. What superhero villain do you want to see more of? I know a lot of characters have been missing lately. So who Fire do Storm. you miss? <laughs> so, Eric, who are the characters you want to see that you haven't gotten enough of lately?
0: There's so many characters. And I could say, like, Captain Marvel slash Shazam, even though he has shown up in the Teen Titans Academy book. I just want him to show up proper and good. Because even Hawkman, we haven't seen Hawkman since his own Hawkman series, it seems like. But the thing is, recently... I've been talking to Andrew McAvoy on Twitter, who's going back and getting all, like, the Death of Superman slash Reign of the Superman stuff, and we've been talking about it to the point where I'm like, one of my favorite villains of all time is Cyborg Superman, and we haven't seen him since, I think, the, uh, what was that, the uh, Phantom Lantern saga to close out that Green Lanterns book previously? Yeah, there was that, and then even in that, that you had the
1: the Steve Orlando version thing going on. There was some weird stuff with him. Yeah, didn't he have that where it was in the Supergirl book? Wasn't that
0: the Superman? Oh Cyborg, no, no, when the, when that was that was gone a long time ago before that, but that was the uh zor version of Cyborg Superman. That was Rebirth though, but it no, was that the was beginning of it.
1: No, that was Steve Orlando was Rebirth Supergirl. He came back with the Rebirth version of oh, it. Oh, you're was right. Not and that, that yeah. was a
0: whole big thing about how we had Argo City at the beginning Remember of that. Remember when we were, were all about upset about it? We didn't understand anything <laughs> yeah. of what was going on and but stuff like that. But then out of nowhere, we had, you know, like Mr. Oz slash jor just go and kill the Zor-El cyborg Superman and Metallo. But nobody ever brought up the idea again, even Supergirl, that her father was dead. It was just kind of gone. And we never talked Such about it Such a weird again. deal. Such a but weird. Pro- like, you know, Hank Henshaw, Cyborg Superman proper. I'd want to see more of him because. I just find that character compelling that he just wants to go and do all this stuff because all he really wants to do is die. And it's the one thing that he can't do. And as for heroes though, going along the lines of the reign of the Superman as well, John Henry Irons. We see all him in the last issue of Action Comics with Lois Lane just being John Henry, but I want to see Steel just go out and do Steel things. I know we had Natasha Irons as Steel, as in Superman and the Authority going to War World, but even that, she hasn't really done much as the character, and I just want to see John Henry back in the Steel suit being the man of Steel that I want him to be.
1: Yeah, and John Henry was in that Superwoman book that nobody, nobody remembered, but he wasn't even that big a part of that. It was more Natasha even in that, and that's the weird thing with you know, John Henry doesn't get a lot of the spotlight, which you ended up. You and Andrew were talking about it, and that issue. I went and read that issue; it was pretty good. I love I, mean, that I, issue. I did like that issue. The Will funny thing Eric is,
0: Shea was ready for that to be the next Superman because, in my mind, Superman was dead, and we we're going to what was going to be next in line for the Man of Steel title, and he was going to be it.
1: And I believe it was what? The Superman Man of Steel 22, I think yeah. is what it was. The problem is, as I looked at the triangle numbering. I'm looking all over for this thing. I'm like, what? Number 3 Oh Don't look at the and triangle And then I ended up numbers. saying, I didn't, I didn't even see the 22 in that. So on the top there, I just thought that that was the numbering. And then I finally did find it. I just had to go through the Superman Man of Steel deal on the app to get to that. And I thought this was number, oh, it's number 22. But I did read it. It was good. Ended up where there's a really badass just page of Steel, like basically, you know, talking shit, you know, taking names. So I did like that. Uh, My deal is I want more Animal Man. I actually, it's weird because Animal Man, he skews or skewers over to that dark universe type deal. And I don't really like that, but I do like, I like Buddy and I like Animal Man. And again, like you said, in the action comics, you get that deal. There is hope that it'll be in the flashbook. Yeah, but I kind of want more, and I hope that if he does and when he does show up, backdoor it's not pilot. just you know there he is, he's making burgers, which All of would a sudden, be odd. the anyway. Baker
0: family shows up with Buddy and Maxine here, and it's just a backdoor pilot from the Sh- Shazam for a spinoff to the exactly. new Animal Man series. That's,
1: I would, I would like a little more Animal Man. I think it's a character that's pretty fun. It's just that in this day and age, they tend to not sell a lot of books, and I don't know that an Animal Man solo would sell. But it'd be cool. But I also want to see more Roy Harper. He's just kind of hanging, not really doing much. I mean, that whole deal with him coming back He's into the frontier his and stuff, we got to find out what's going on with that. And there was talk that well, there was yeah, going to yeah. be more of a reunion at this point, and that was kind of scrapped. In the Catwoman book and things like that, but
0: what, what was her name in, in Catwoman book? Uh, shoes. Is it a, Okay. Is, was it because for some reason I just wanted to say it was Skidmark, and I'm like, no, that yeah, was the other no, guy Skidmark or Skids. was the
1: other one. It Was shoes, but then yeah. that was going to be explained. But I saw some tweet or something that that was going to be a bigger. Then thing. she became the Cheshire Cat, just like her mama. I this is a character I we haven't seen in a long time. You know, in my Wonder Woman, Eric. I want to see actual Wonder Woman. I, you know, actual Wonder Woman, not this nonsense that we have. Going on Shade. over with the clone rod and shit like that, which we end up where. Did you see that they're going to have a Apolita book where she ascends to the Pantheon?
0: I did see that, and I'm wondering, well, does the Pantheon just accept anybody any now anymore? What the hell does that? Why, the hell, would she become a goddess?
1: The weird part of it is, is that idea of going back and forth with Hera, dead Hera, not dead Hera. It would have been kind of a neat thing for her, like Zeus is like, yeah, kind of getting lonely here with Hera dead. Come on, Apolita, come on up.
0: Is this going to start like a war of the gods though for where we are? And I want to say this just because of where we are currently, but where are we currently? Where in the last two weeks we've had two references to the idea that Wonder Woman was made out of clay. So I don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore, but the idea is like, Oh my God, this woman, this queen of the Amazons was murdered. Let's raise her soul, somehow turn her into a goddess and welcome her to the Pantheon, even though she doesn't belong here. Oh, and also honey, it's this woman I used to bang. Honey. (laughs) Hey honey. Uh, with all of that said and done, the idea when you say
1: about the clay deal, because there's going to be a lot of people who are, well, everybody knows she was made of clay. Everybody, that's not always the case. And the problem that we have- It hasn't have, been for
0: decade. And,
1: and the problem we have with this at, at points, even stuff like when Bendis came over and he started throwing things, Star City, when it was actually still Seattle or going back to, like, we never know, is that a mistake again? Or is it that they're telling us something, Infinite Frontier, but they never exactly. explain it. They never, and that's what drives me nuts. They never explain things like, you know, we have that with the war zoons they ended up having with Bend saying that and up was and a and war Philip,
0: Philip Kennedy Johnson ran with it and is trying to make sense of it ever since.
1: And bringing that up, I was going to bring that up when you end up having Jeremy Adams in that flash book where he almost, you know, retroactively says, hey, by the way, I just want to let you know that they knew each other like almost like not an apology, but to really say we're going with this way going. Kind of wish that Phil Kennedy Johnson would have went that deal of hey, by the way, he's not really wearing that. that's that's a rumor down the lane, but that's how it is. So I was looking for as that well, set, yeah, and almost the same thing like that, but yeah, I'd like a real Wonder Woman. But again, there's so many characters that we don't get enough of. You could sit there with Bart Allen, I said earlier in the Flash deal. Any of the Young Justice characters, you know, yeah, all the Young Justice characters. Uh, a lot of people are yelling they want more Connor, you know, and then even go the other Connor. We but want we more just Connor got that round robin right? book. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not in continuity. I guess it's just some wacky thing. Says but still, I, I don't even know what they play with those things. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of characters that we're not giving much of as we get more and more Batman. But boy, do we got a shit ton of Batman! Here you go, everybody. It, 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 we said this on the podcast before. It does kind of pain us the idea where we don't want to be negative. Like you'll never hear me go on. Our, you know, on the podcast, where we have too much Batman. I understand. Why we'll we'll make fun of it and, you know, joke about it. But at the one point I always say it where you, you want to keep people on a little bit of the positive tip. They're getting more and more right. I mean the people who are yelling there's too much Batman, they they might be Give right. them
0: five more Batman. It's
1: hard to argue about it. Then all of a sudden they announce, hey, by the way, we're gonna have this one bad day deal, it's all bad. <laughs> really? We need more Batman. Holy moly. But that actually, just to bring that up, we end up where the solicits for August just hit. And there's going to be these one-shot deals. And one of the big first ones is a Riddler story, Tom, Tom King. Maybe that will get us some of the villains that haven't been around for as that continues on. Because it's supposed to go for eight months.
0: It's supposed to go for eight months. I imagine it's going to be all the villains that we always it's get all the, the time. going to be maybe there, by the end. I do y'all mean, get eight? any more of that wrath over there? <laughs> you know
1: what I mean, though? But by the end, there's eight. What's up with that Troikwis? Let me also point out, that's what we should be getting in that Batman Urban Legend. You should be getting that stuff, like the big, you know, obscure things. Like you said, ventriloquist, stuff you like that. You got more of that
0: killer moth over there? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah killer moth. You know, Condiment King. Firefly? I, I actually what, I don't need a Condiment King story that wants to, like, make it serious or whatever. But I don't just need Condiment King to show up at any point where they're running through a fair... Or I'm surprised he wasn't there giving out hot dogs in Haven. I mean, he's always there. He's putting the mustard. I, on I'm not shit. eating that shit. Like I, I, yeah, no. But I wanted something better. <laughs> but
0: yeah, I don't really need Condon King. But hey, everybody, here's some Riddler, some Catwoman, some Joker, and some Penguin. Probably some Clayface. Yeah, and if you some, go probably down some the eight. Well, Keep going. I mean, at and the two end face. they might.
1: And at the at the end, it's funny. They're like, okay, and Clayface, Scarecrow. Too. I'm telling you, there's going to be an opportunity for two in the. Back to Joker and Clayface too, which you would like. You would like that there, but yeah, there's there's like we said, there's a bunch of characters and books that are kind of being neglected now with us going, maybe this whole dark crisis as you come out of that. People have to buy some books though. If you end up wanting a character like a Hawkman, people go on. The you said we haven't had Hawkman comes out. People are saying that it's definitive origin, it's the greatest thing ever. It's so like shit. So if you and I'm thinking, some people who are fans might not have been buying it, right? You end up where you got to put your money where your mouth is, and your mouth where your money is. You got to no end up dirty, if you I'm like that. No, it is. It might have the cocaine in it. You end up though, you Tell know, buy the books of your characters and things like that. I, I don't know. I don't want the cocaine. No, you have the cocaine? Uh, but I with the that, cocaine. yeah, there's, you have the Firestorms, the Metal Men's. Me and you were talking about- I would the have the Marvel Shazam book. I'm waiting for that Mary Marvel book to come out still. It's it's actually in the solicit. It's coming out August. Right. So that's finally going to come out. Uh, me and you were talking about the Dan DeDio Metal Men book. And I actually, you were talking about the art. And I was talking that about the idea- great. That great. I was talking about the idea that Dan DeDio kind of wrote better than some of these smacked asses that are writing now, and that's sad. Well, that's the thing. is I think he co-wrote that with Scott Liddell, didn't he? No, I think that that one was fully him. We'd okay. have to check. I know that he ended up doing a bunch of other things with the New Age of Heroes, that yeah. with the silence or, or sideways, the one that he was the big one on. But, yeah, you know, with all that, those guys are gone. Scott Liddell's gone. They're all gone, Eric. But, hey, people think that he's sus, so. With all of that, though, we'll go back to the books. We have two more books to end the podcast. Of course, a Batman book and kind of a Bat-Family book uh, right about now.
2: He got his first real comic. Got it at a five and down, Read it to his fingers man Been reading comics most of his life. Him and some guys from school They had a book and they tried real hard Jake quit Knuckles got married ones, was never gonna get far but when he looks back now Did he ever bother ever? And now that he has a choice He told Jesse, he would marry or never Eric's Red Comics
1: is life. Ah yes, Eric. I just wish that had boys who were bad. But we end up having this here. And we have two more books to talk about. You end up starting out with, obviously, we always have to have some sort of Batman, right? I mean, man. don't we? I think so, Eric, the Wolfman. But it's going to be a book that me and you you know, started in this weird deal where I was looking forward to it because I'm a Chip Zdarsky fan. You were looking less forward to it because you didn't know if you needed. I don't need more origins of Batman. And I said, the funny thing is, though, at points, it's impressed you. Yeah. It's just going to be the idea. There are 10 issues here. Let's see if they impress you each and every one of them, because the, we'll, see. we'll see. I don't know. I have no idea. You have not, you know, played the devil's hand yet and told me, what you think, but here is that we go. The Eric? Devil's Hand. Batman the Night, number five, written by Chip Zdarsky. It's not, but it is now. Art by Carmine DG DeMonaco, Ivan Placencia, and Pat Brousseau. So we end up going off to Russia. And that, I think, is going to do something in your mind because you have an idea of where Bruce had gone, you know, traditionally and what he ends up doing. And this does seem to change it up a bit, at least with the whole Russian aspect of it. We'll see where we go from here. But with the idea of going to Russia, I kind of like the cold open here that throws you off where he is in prison and him and his buddy Anton seemingly being tortured. And the idea, who are you with? Well, you know, why are you here? Because they were looking to find this lady who Avery Oblonsky, who was part of the list of Ducard. Ducard sending him off to do that. Uh, are you upset about the russian deal here at-
0: well the thing is it's a little bit different than what we had before because we did have a russian who then trained bruce and how to make all his gadgets and stuff like that and it seems that we've updated the situation for the new retelling of bruce's you know training to become the batman where we do head off to russia to find this you know former kgb a kgb agent who is more of a master of disguise to get that into bruce's repertoire as he goes to become the batman
1: yeah and i i don't mind this it's just Again, by the end, I keep being held back a bit by is this necessary? Does this make it better? Does this give you stuff? And I said even last issue when we talked about it, it's intriguing to get these things in the past because you have Chip Zdarsky who's going to then take over the Batman book and maybe setting up some things, maybe setting up some future villains, some future allies. Everybody thinks that this Anton is Ghostmaker, things like that going on. Now, with that, it is pretty over the top that this Avery is just torturing the two of them in disguise to see if they will blab. The problem I have with that in in a basic deal is that I don't mind Bruce here because Ducard sent him. But Avery then with the idea of, oh, you know, Ducard told me about Bruce, didn't tell me about this Anton guy, but I'm fine with that. Let's go. And it seemed a little odd for what this person is and also ex-KGB, all that stuff, to just kind of accept Anton as part of the package deal, even though they didn't know anything about him.
0: Well I would assume that Anton, like Bruce Wayne, while she might have been expecting Bruce Wayne and stuff like that, also impressed her because when they were in the, you know, the little kind of jail cell being tortured by these so like, you know, the FSB to like find out who they are, what they know, who they're working for, neither one of them blabbed and they did prove their worth to be trained by Avery here. That's the problem I have
1: though. Because she has Ducard, who has given you know Bruce the the thumbs up. This, but Bruce doesn't have anything to hide. We have no idea what Anton's doing. He could be actually hiding something. He might be on the download doing, and now not admitting it. I don't think it ends up. Yeah, it shows that he's not going to give up the goods. But somebody like anivia, I don't think would accept somebody because she seemingly doesn't know anything about Anton. She's able to figure out right away, Bruce Wayne hey, you're rich, this whole deal, and even has his background very quickly. But Anton, I think, is too much of a wild card for somebody like this, again, XKGB and stuff like that, to actually deal with, even in the way that you're saying he's not giving up anything. But is there anything he actually has to give up? Because we don't know anything about him either. But it is that package deal. That's how you're going to go. And when you go, the things about this, there's like little subtle things there. It's like, you know, the... Uh, Big Mac or the Quarter Pounder deal in Pulp Fiction, the idea that you see the, the royal cheese, The royale cheese. You, you see the cave. Like, oh, everybody has a cave. And yeah. you're like, all right. Especially when you kind have the idea that. of
0: like, let's go down to the cave. And the cave is in bold, giving you the little ideas of what we had previously, like Bruce's further kinked forth cat burglars that yeah, we had cat in Burgers. issue number two. And now the idea like, oh, this other person, she has a cave. I wonder, like, you know, I kind of like the idea of a cave. Thank God there's a bat cave right underneath my manor in Gotham City.
1: I get the idea that Bruce waynes he's, he's like the Bill Gates. He steals ideas from everyone. and just makes them his own. I'm going to do a cave myself. But with that, too, I like the play in this. The one thing that I really do like is it's not just what's going on now. And you go with, like you said, the Catwoman connection before and things like that, where he is bad at being the playboy. That is something that everybody debates. Is the real Bruce Wayne the Batman or the Bruce Wayne playboy, whatever. And you see him here struggling with that so that you see how he learned. No, he's not. But he ends up being a really good one because he's learning his lessons and i thought even that the that idea of like idea. you know
0: what avery can teach him with the art of disguise and deception and matches. like infiltrating things and stuff like that Like the idea of matches Malone, but when you when you over the top just talk about the idea of mass and who you need to become to hide what you're actually looking for whether it is the matches malone character or the playboy bruce wayne the idea is batman or like you know bruce wayne or is bruce wayne actually batman you know who's the real identity because it's all about mass and this is where he gets this idea in his head right here with this character no
1: that's a kind of cool cool idea i mean again if you're gonna do this that's a very the cool, cool play, idea
0: i find this issue to be a little bit more boring than what we've had previously i thought it was,
1: thought it was just as boring as last one because i thought the same thing uh, i like
0: the idea of trading with a ninja master to a degree to get to the point of what we're doing even having a racial ghoul connection later like you know creep its way into batman's origin but when you have the situation like Okay, you two are under my wing. Now we're gonna do these weird little freaking setups to make sure that you actually can get the job done by getting this book. And by the end, when Bruce does get the book and he know destroys it because the idea of obtaining this book, it could with the people's names inside, it could only lead to dangerous situations. So he's not even gonna give it to Avery, who is, you know, tasked him with the uh the the deal to do this. He's gonna destroy it because it is only it can only be used for badness. So he's just get rid of it. And like it's a kind of a thing that intrigues this character, Avery, like, oh, you're gonna go far, but for what we're doing with like, all right, I need you to infiltrate this party over here or do these things. It's not that great of a story overall with what we're doing or like the idea, like, I need you to act natural over here, but also like, you know, keep on your wits and like be able to observe what's going on over here while not tipping your hand of what you're actually doing. Like, it seems like more of a basic where you can understand this to have, besides for having an entire issue dedicated to it, because like, I need you to sit here and talk to this person. But by you're looking at this person, like, I got you. I don't know if I need an entire issue of the idea, especially when like Bruce, who just wants to get to the idea of the mask. So do I. But we don't do it here.
1: Yeah. And when you start out the idea, of they're being tortured in the prison. Who are you working with? Why were you doing this? Why were you asking for this, Avery? And there is this head of, you know, the Russian organization, mm-hmm. Russian government type deal, police. And that ends up being Avery in disguise. Kind of a weird play. It was kind of funny with that, like a Mission Impossible deal with the mask. Oh, it's so Mission Impossible. Yeah. And uh, again, that shows that this is, uh, you know what I mean? This is not just fun and games. I mean, they are literally getting the crap kicked out of them for weeks. And then they finally are able to get the trust of Avery, where she ends up opening up the jail cells. These poor guys who get beat up that they're running by and beating up people to get up to the roof. But then she's like, "Okay, you pass the test. It's a classic. You pass the test, but with that, like I said The fun things of this are The, okay, the cave, ooh, that's Where he got that idea, that's kind of cool And even if it isn't just the idea that He got the idea there, but it's almost like Hey, I'm going to honor Avery by making My own cave here, I actually thought That when you go in, you have the the Masks that she ends up doing Almost in these cases Like it'd be the robin suits, it's not quite But it made me laugh with that, but All of this is her saying You can't, you got to learn to not be yourself. You have to learn to be somebody else. You have to be disguised. This is spy stuff. This is all this stuff going on. I love that the first deal is, okay, now I want you to go off to this club and get hepatitis. I I think that the the big play there is who gets
0: the venereal diseases first. They go up there just to test it out. You're testing the situation. How is your like, you know, espionage skills, Anton and Bruce Wayne? Because first I'm going to need you to walk into a police station and get this guy out of jail. Test one, and then we got to up the I need you to infiltrate this gala over here and retrieve a book without being caught. That's test two. That's the entire issue. But what I really wanted to know when you get down to like Avery's cave here, we see her with all these different latex masks. And even the idea that she talks about, she is the head of the uh, FSB that was actually torturing them. It's one of the lives that she has when she needs to do it. And I'm like, I want to go more into this idea, like, yes, Master Disguise is one thing, but do you actually go full Darkman with this, with Liam Neeson? Where Because I want to know how you put on a voice of this, because in Darkman it was so ridiculous. Like, we have Dr. Westlake here who could make, you know, faces. He could become physically the person, but, like, you also have to sound like the person. And in that Sam Raimi movie, it was Dr. Westlake just sitting with a tape recorder, and he'd play a thing, and he's like, um, like, the idea, like, I need to go over here. And then it's like, I need to go over here. Damn it, damn it, damn it. And then he's rewinding, like, I need to go over here. I need to go over here. Damn it. No. And then he rewinds again. I need to go. Over. I need to go over here. And then he oh, has the it. voice. No problem. And like, and they can go forward. I'm like, he is a quick study. And is that the same case here? Or do you have electronic devices like Ghostface to put on your fucking throat to sound like a person or mission impossible to me? A full out Roger from American death.
1: You just have personas. She's going around. doing like that. It's so goofy. The idea Roger. that you even think of that of, the i like how is she doing that and how and she even says well i do that when it's convenient i'm like what do they think He's gone on sabbatical now when you go off there it's so weird it, he it makes kinda, his own hours i don't think that you're supposed to have flex hours you're not supposed <laughs> to really think into
0: it i think of that but it's kind of a cool play turns out all of this time alfred pennyworth this was avery the entire time now <laughs> One of my many lives.
1: They do send them off to this club where they're supposed to schmooze with people, whatever. But then that first case of, and it goes a little too long. And that's where I think that this kind of doesn't hit as well because they're like, okay, you got to get these Americans that got caught with weed. You got to get them out. This is just to practice. But it goes on a little too long. So it's Plus, Bruce
0: failing. while Anton just bribes a cop because he noticed he had an expensive watch. And you know, Russian police don't make much money. And there's Anton's noticing skills to allow him to be a perfect spy. But Bruce, for our next question, he really needs a win to one up Anton, his rival.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even with that those cops, I kind of wish that while they were doing that, Anton was like, Hey, do you have the time? And you actually saw that he was like looking around. It just kind of gets thrown at you by the end. Oh, I saw he had oh, an expensive. Him. I saw you had an expensive watch. I'm telling you anton seems to go with the idea that everything is solved by zipper down i swear to god i thought that those two guys were going off to the back room i used to
0: think that way too it just landed me in jail
1: yeah really that's what happened and i have to get your ass out but you end up oh shit the taxes are due again better expose myself It's a weird play here though and again i think things are just a little off because where you have bruce even in this issue says well anton He's used to this schmoozing and seducing and things like that. It comes
0: easy to him.
1: I'm only good at the, you know, the underground stuff, the criminal element. But then Anton, I could think like a criminal. But that's part of what Anton ends up solving with those police. That's what's weird. I think that Bruce might have realized I could probably bribe them and do some things. It's it's set up for Anton to, to get above him.
0: Well, even the idea where it's played against him, where like Avery talks about you being Bruce Wayne, who is part of this world and the rich can buy whatever they want. That's all they expect to be, but you want to become more than this. So when Bruce goes into this, the idea of bribery stuff like it will never cross his mind because he's so far removed from trying to but be the he little says rich He's boy.
1: part of the underworld element. And if you want to go, that's, and this comes up a lot in the podcast. It's the, if you know, pulp's uh, song, Common People, where Bruce isn't a billionaire trying to get Under And pretend that he's not that and he's not ever going to be able to realize that and he's going to rely on the money. But he's learning that it just ends up where when he says I'm more in tune with the criminal underground than the schmoozing and the things like that. I'm like, well, that would be part of the bribing part, but it's fine. And it really again, though, you're just there with these Americans with their weave. So was the weed, Eric, and the, hey, what? I don't know you guys. What's going on? Just get out of the country with your weed. Get out of there. And it felt like that was just a weird sign. They're going to try to bring them, them on, to the, on the at the
0: airport, and they're going to get arrested all yeah, over no, again. I
1: thought full out that they are just going to get arrested again because now they, they're they like that. They didn't teach them a lesson. They think they can get up, whatever. But you go to the embassy, and even like you said at the end, this book that they want to get, Anton's target is the officer was handed this book that has. Some ex KGB, like safe houses and things like that. Now again, is it that Bruce? Like that's important information. That might be something, especially in this time frame. Kind of as treason. But the idea where I don't know why Bruce doesn't keep it himself, or maybe take it to some authorities. Just but maybe it. maybe he just thinks that everybody's bad. Like if I take it to the American government, they're going to end up doing something bad. But it really felt odd. It feels odd though that you're allowing some organization like i'm telling you it's not quite as big as like you find out nazi safe houses but it is the kgb stuff at this point and Pretty it's not bad. though
0: because everything's ex-kgb because where we are currently in the comics this is taking place in the 2000s he's something that bruce might have wanted
1: to maybe do something about but he, it destroying it he throws it in the water i i think that Avery just dives in right after oh, he just totally. go get it i mean <laughs> he just throws it in the water I, he should have burned it or something but they go to this embassy This book had been handed over. They
0: had to break into an office. And American embassy people. during a Hollywood gala, because Hollywood is filming in Russia right now. So we're having this big exchange, this big party and stuff like that. So it's Anton and Bruce trying to mingle their way in here in disguise to see who can get to the book first and bring it back out to Avery. And it really does look like, you know, Anton is the better student through and through for everything that we've seen so far since he's paired up with Bruce, because he can go in there. He can start seducing some guy who get into the office, have a book where Bruce is just fumbling his way, trying to seduce somebody and just looking like a putz the entire time. Yeah, I like Bruce. Hey there, babies. Like, he's the worst. Can I buy you a drink? Oh, they're free (laughs) here. Can I buy you two? Ooh, a (laughs) chaba! You know where that outfit would look good? On my floor
1: oh my goodness, help me, I'm being harassed. But even Bruce the idea is like, arrested. hey, what
0: brings you here, Tom, the name that he's going under? And he has this long backstory about how he's here, his father does this, his father's not here, but he's here for this. And essentially it's just, yeah, that's a good story, Tom. Here's my husband. Shit, yeah, i yeah. fucked up this whole thing. And uh, yeah, Anton's yeah. already up there sucking some dude off and getting the book. I should have sucked more dudes off. This is bullshit. Lead with your mouth. Because of that time frame, like you said, you have a setup
1: here where I don't know Why like I guess this is the American embassy So it's not really wrong being there But when things start going wrong And they're chasing Bruce and Anton Seemingly like they think that they have done something wrong Uh, there's no way that Bruce is not facially recognized in this place and they would know that it's Bruce Wayne. There is no way that you can tell me that's not happening. What are you talking
0: about? He's got some prosthetics on. He's got prosthetic. a mustache.
1: He has a, a pencil-thin mustache. He looks like like the Bruce Wayne, Arrow Flynn. It's Bruce Wayne. There's no way it's going to go. There's nothing. Even the idea that when you have Avery say, hey, by the way, I got the word from Descartes, but really I didn't have to even search to find who you were and whatnot. It seems very easy with that. I think that he's in big trouble. Going on here, but he's got that mustache. It'd be funny. They're like, "Do you think that's Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne don't have no mustache already. That's true. He's clear."
0: <laughs> it's a, whatever. I'm telling you, when I look at him here, and I don't know if it is because of the mustache or even the way he has his hair, but like Bruce Wayne in this disguise as Tom here, he honestly just looks like a young Alfred Pennyworth to me.
1: When when you have that, it is that you know Carmen D G to art. But when you see Bruce as just Bruce earlier. Yeah. It's just him with the mustache It's kind of funny He does look suave though And I like that he has done no homework He's done nothing about this With the idea that he just goes up to the lady He's supposed to try to get in the office And he's like, hey there babies, what's up? I really wanted when the the husband comes over And really to show And, and I think Chip Zdarsky does a
0: great job To show how much he's failed
1: Hey, I want to introduce you to Tim
0: my name's tom. tom sorry tom this is my husband henry pleasure young man i i
1: wanted bruce to go like oh it's this kind of party now let's go baby it's always that <laughs> kind of party i didn't know it was this kind uh but yeah and then he's just like looks that look that he gives like husband oh crap and then he's like hey, husband huh how good a husband are you but he ends up where he realizes i'm gonna suck Anton, to
0: suck him off god
1: i'm telling you anton's already going up pants Spy are already being on yeah, really, real hard. I mean, hard there. And that's where Bruce's like, Oh my God, I got diarrhea. I'm like, can you get out of this in in the worst way? I think I ate something bad. I'm going to shit my pants. Well, and I'm it's not only that it.
0: because then he has to crew like the idea. He has to get away. Oh, I, I think I have some diarrhea. I think I ate something <laughs> bad or something. I have to excuse myself, like Mr. and Mrs. here. And then goes over to that general, gives him the little like three prong touch over the pressure points, but acting like he's, you know, drunk the entire time. So it's like, oopsies. Oopsies. Like, and in my mind, just to continue on, I think the oopsies means he shit his pants. <laughs>
1: I got the idea. This is what happened to me at one point. I get the idea that he, and we always talk about that. Bruce Wayne, he saw his parents die in the alley. He never grew up. He's always that little kid. Oopsies. I'm like, what is he doing? Oopsie. I know. I want to see how that translates into Russian. But yeah, I think he should his pants. I think that's
0: <laughs> universal. He
1: shits his pants, and he was like, you really are in character. You passed the test. I'm telling you, He's that's like, the way no, no, I no. would do
0: it. you are got to make sure that you stay in character no matter what. I'm pooping myself, and I'm staying there ashamed.
1: Yeah, and for some reason, he says, oopsies, and then I, I kind of thought the same thing. But then when he says, pro- I thought he said prostate. I'm like, <laughs> what is he doing here? And, yeah, he ends up using those pressure points and has to go, and the weird play is, I didn't really need to know that this guy was that bad a guy for Bruce to do it. I actually would have liked him
0: just to do it because he's That's done That's General Turgadab, responsible for the deaths of over 100 Afghani citizens.
1: That homework he did. He didn't do the homework of the lady that he's going
0: that he didn't even well, know she was that. married. There's pressure points. We got to know. So I won't feel too bad using the tortoise snake touch on <laughs> him. <laughs> just have him do that. Use the dim mock. They Three learned pressure it. points Remember, he perfectly applied. quit. And 10 seconds later, the blood flow briefly stops reaching his brain, creating the perfect distraction. Distraction, misdirection, magic. And he just walks in. I'm telling you, he is trying to make his way up the stairs where everybody's going to be ushered out really soon because they think it's an attack on this general. And it's just Anton making out with this dude in this this office building like, you guys got to go. I mean, the progression is he uses the pressure points.
1: 10 seconds later, I mean, obviously, the big thing that just happened is this guy ran into the general so you're going to think that that guy did something 10 seconds later when he does this and you don't look to care. see where he is why exactly. is the Bruce using the stairs he's
0: running up the railing the idea of creating misdirection like you know the <laughs> idea distraction misdirection and magic i don't care who what the fuck you calling this whole thing <laughs> so i don't care who just fell on the ground when i watched this dude in a suit freaking run up the the banister of the freaking circular stairs yeah. here and just start like hopping and doing fucking acrobatics like i know what i'm distracted with more here
1: he actually runs to the stairs. Did y'all see that dude run up
0: there towards the place <laughs> we're not supposed to go?
1: He actually is next to the stairs. There's no reason for him to jump on the railing. It's not going to be quicker. He it's is doing anything. it
0: opposite Fred Flintstone down that yeah, brontosaurus tail, exactly. up the what stairs.
1: He hey, abba dabba dude. I'm like, It's daba-daba-you!
0: It's the opposite, there. Oh, shit, some backwards magic.
1: I don't get what he's doing here, and that is only, like, if there is a is
0: dis- <laughs> himself. <laughs> That's all so he's doing. Funny. This is why Anton is better than you, Bruce, yeah, you really wouldn't see him do this shit. He says he's causing a distraction, sure and then are. jumps
1: and runs up a railing and Distracted way. by you, there would be no way that nobody
0: isn't looking at him here.
1: Now, this matter, would be like, because even when he makes it the stairs and doing? hides
0: behind a plant immediately, you already have all these Secret Service agents everywhere to oh, like locking the, the place down. They're all there, and you like, did nothing, hey. Bruce.
1: The idea that he doesn't realize that he's now just gone against Russian protocol and tradition. You're never allowed to run up a stair rail.
0: This is an American embassy. This is That's against American like protocol. That's
1: <laughs> actually like giving the it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're going to bring out the big boot from Australia. You end up, though, where he runs up there and hides behind a plant. Yeah, I'm, the one thing that Chip Zdarsky is really doing is showing that Bruce really needs some training. He better, find some, more, he better find some more people, but the idea where he does see. Because even
0: where he's hiding behind this plant, he is in plain view for anybody who comes looking for him. Like he yeah. is hiding from Anton, nobody else. So essentially, yeah, nobody. he is sitting there hiding, but he is just out in the open for everybody to see. Stop right there. And then he just takes all of his jacket. and says, run, Anton, I'll hold him off. So yeah, the idea, no. we do succeed with the mission, but Bruce fails because he doesn't get the book. But honestly, the whole thing where it's like, oh man, Anton's better at me with everything that he does. Not only did he get those Americans out of jail in the police station, he then got the book off the paper. He is succeeding on the time. And the whole thing is, he just goes up and starts talking like you know, like a sad stick. I keep falling short. I'm worried I'm gonna do all this, I'm gonna be a failure and go back to Gotham. And Anton just leans in and like, you know what, you're, you're a good guy. And all Bruce does is end up just pickpocketing the book off him. Hey Avery, I won.
1: He he ended up realizing the lesson at the end. I, I like to cheat though. to win. <laughs> the, the, uh, the fight that he has with the coat that's very Jackie Chan-esque, he does that a lot with the coat, and wrap it around guys, it's awesome, but when he does go there and all of a sudden then Bruce becomes the master seductress and ends up, hey Anton, I'm, I'm a sad sack. Come
0: here. I'm telling you, there's nothing seductive about this. Anton just puts his arm around him as he's almost crying, and he's like, you know, the idea like...
1: Yeah, that's what I think he's doing fully. I think that he's doing
0: this so Anton goes and hugs him. And that's the whole thing. There's no seduction here except for Anton winning in close because it's just your buddy crying about being a failure.
1: Well, in that, everybody who got those two panels that Bleeding Cool went said that this fully spells out that Bruce Wayne is bisexual. That was the big talk all week. I think it fully explains
0: that Anton is bisexual.
1: We already knew that. think think that this Especially is if he's you know maker. i think this is bruce realizing that that's anton's deal and doing this like i'm a sad sack get him over there get him close like he's going to kiss him and then grab the book he's interrupted by avery I just don't even how
0: you get to the idea of a kiss here for everything that bruce is saying like i'm a failure i'm gonna go back to gotham i can't cut it anton it's just anton who leans in and just says you know what, you're, you're just like me and i'm happy about that anton might be going for a kiss but there was nothing that makes me lead to a flirtationist point where i'm gonna get this guy to make out with me i feel think bruce is trying
1: to get him close so that he can end up grabbing the book he has to have them right there almost like hugging to get that book He can't just reach over and grab it he has to get them close and then also where's the hands the hands have to be almost like you know rubbing them or something to get that book and he's just playing it i think is the whole play is, work? well i mean it's not he put it in his coat it's not at his pot it's a book it's in the side of his coat he has to get into that to grab it you see anton put it in as he's running away and so you end up where you kind of have to go and grab that that way and distract him. and i do think that bruce is finally using the idea where avery said you got to know what the other person's about and try to become something like that and i think that he realized all this time that this is his play he likes to you know seduce people whatever i'm gonna play it so i'm gonna allow him to think that i'm the easy you know target to seduce but i'm gonna grab it and he grabs it then I don't think he was ever going to do anything, and even if he was, whatever. But people really, I mean, people were celebrating this on Monday night before the issue dropped. of It's been confirmed. Bruce Wayne is bisexual. He's there with Anton. They're lovers because you only had those two panels. But you, gentlemen, am I interrupting anything? Of course not. And they didn't know what the, the whole deal was. And even with the play of this, and again, I even said to a tweet to a bunch of people, you can believe what you want or what this means, and you could go with whatever. But this was just part of the deal where Bruce did not want to lose, and he had to do that last second hail Mary, in my mind, to get Anton over to him to get that book and then grabs
0: him like, look, I got it. Hey, you it suck. seems weird though for the idea because it almost seems predatory in my mind for Anton because here is a sad sack Bruce talking about pretty much crying about how I'm a failure and he's going to use this as a way to move in and almost like, you know, going for a kiss and like whenever you see this in any kind of movie, it's always one of those asshole guys no, who's I using the, like somebody is. just to, like a predatory nature. I mean, that's what he does. He just uses can't wait to find a girl who's crying so I can try to make out with her when she's in the worst day of her life. He just did that to that Russian guy that he Grab
1: the book off. I mean, that, well, that guy was looking trouble. for it, though. I mean, that guy's in big trouble. But you didn't know he was looking for it. You end up Anton it. I know him, that guy was there. looking for
0: it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, again, it's the idea of let's go up. And he was there to get a book, and he led the guy. Let's go up in your
0: office so I can get the book. All that. Just the idea. I just imagine just Anton's walk up to the guy. Excuse me, sir. How do you feel about oral sex? Why I love it. Okay, let's go upstairs.
1: I just think he went over. Hey, buy you a drink, hey, buddy. Like, hey, why don't we go up to your office? while well, we'll be alone. And then he's just, you
0: know, grabbing books and shit. It's about time somebody solicited me. I've been at this party for 15 minutes. And nobody's touched my dick once. This is horseshit.
1: <laughs> this is the worst party ever. What's going on? I thought this was the year 2000. This shit was going. It's just the idea of that. where you Everybody could stopped look, partying after 1999. <laughs> you this can is bullshit. Up, you can, well, Prince was right. You can end up <laughs> looking up and saying, you know, you could say that Anton is like really bad. But that's just the play. He's there seducing everyone. Bruce was real bad at it and then finally somehow gets good with his buddy. Uh, it just seems but yeah, like a weird reversal where
0: Anton is the seducer and Bruce uses this to his advantage instead no, of the other I way around. No, that's what I think
1: he does. I think that that's the deal. He uses the idea that Antine won't be able to resist seducing him to the point where he uses that to steal it. And so he grabs it off. Even when you have... But a if, he had re- to, if he had failed something? to see
0: that book, if he had failed to steal the book right there, I just imagine he'd still cry, I'm a failure. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, then he'd really be upset. Then Going it would be like... Gotham. It would be that idea how far Well, Bruce, take this. But you end up, he gets the book. Anton reaches in. Oh, I got it. I won the. Oh, man, you jerk. I got the I book. wasn't about to
0: lose again, Anton. Into, the, into <laughs> the water.
1: Into the water it goes. And yeah, then it's like, it's gone. She's like, no, it's just kind of in the water there. I you the saw book. The book endangered people. And now the book is gone
0: unless you wanted it for some other reason. It's
1: just floating there. Yeah, and that's what he says. If you were going to use it for something bad, I'm glad I got rid of it. But if you were there to just destroy it there, I did
0: it. It's the worst, though, because he's like, so what's next to And she's like, well, young man, I think you're ready for the mass. That's all I wanted this entire issue. With the masks. Yeah, yeah, so
1: we'll see, and it seems like you're just going to jump around then from this and go on. We were looking at some of the solicits and things like that, and I think that we just—I can't wait you know, to get to G- Giovanni Zatara. On. Yeah, we'll see how this plays out, and if that, you know, that that should be one of the big things. The funny thing is, is you have this going on, and then you did get that, you know, little connection with Raish, uh in that whole last issue with yeah. the Sensei, and then when you had that same deal in the Killing Time where tom king spells out that race train bruce now i'm worried that that's going to be kind of something that they end up doing or whatnot which i think that's gonna be a tom king so we'll have to see we'll have to see and yeah there's a lot of tom Kingisms, but i don't know I, I i laughed at points of this and i thought some of the things were kind of a clever deal like we had with the you know fetish for the Catwoman deal before and you have the cave and the masks and the things uh, but overall, you know, you're doing it, Bruce. You're
0: becoming the Batman. Yeah, really? I think he's going to do it.
1: But it it just kind of was a little boring and, and didn't really grab me throughout. So uh, what would you give this, though?
0: I like this issue for the most part. I found it boring overall compared to what we've gotten previously with the action, and the idea. But just the setups for the test that Bruce has to go, I just didn't find very compelling overall. and. With that, I like the art a lot, but I still just give this a seven out of ten. Yeah, I give it a six five, so I'm a little bit under, but I'm
1: I'm still reading it and enjoying it enough. I just it's better than I ever thought it could be for another yeah. origin story of the Batman. It just doesn't end up being something that I would say to everybody, you have to read this. I would say, hey, you want a little Chip Zdarsky, you know, going and telling me a little different origin of Bruce Wayne becoming Batman? Okay, but if you it's something like what's the best? What's the best book? That's the problem. There's so many bat books, but. You know, what's the what book do I need to read? I don't think Batman, this is a must one. read deal here. But maybe it'll maybe it'll end up that way. Maybe and then maybe when we get to Chip Zdarsky's run, this'll pay off. We'll have some things, you know, show up in that. But we'll go to the last book of the week, Catwoman number forty three. Eric, it's written by Teeny Howard with art by Bengal, Jordi Belair, and Tom Napolitano. We ended up Teeny Howard comes Bangle's on Catwoman. A man. Yeah, I know. I was I actually was gonna put that in my notes because <laughs> if anybody wanted to know at one point, I just ended up where me and Eric always guess wrong. Who,
0: who, who do you think Bengal is? Man or woman? I would assume woman. You're wrong. Nope, it's a man. I had
1: to look it up myself anyway. But we're like, nope, that doesn't. It happens to me on the manga podcast all the time. Even with characters on the page, I'm like, hey, this girl oh, that's a guy. It's just the
0: idea growing up. My grandmother and mother both raised Bengal cats. Whenever I think of Bengal, I think of a female presence. Yeah, yeah. I don't see sex, Eric. I know. (laughs) Your wife told me. (laughs) Ever.
1: Eric, it's been so long. I don't even know what it looks like. Uh, You get into this. Tina Howard came in, took over the Catwoman book. At that point, I said, I wish that they would have just started with the number one because it seemed like there was a different tone. It was a different deal where you had a story. That was harkening back to the Genevieve Valentine run with a lot of street level uh, mobster stuff. You had black mask, all these things. That was going pretty good. A
0: Calavici crime family connection.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it was a really neat thing and, and was really, I thought, giving Catwoman that little area in Gotham where she could do her own thing. You can introduce some other characters, which you did and end up having some different things going on. But then all of a sudden, it seemed like somebody got a hold of it and said, this has to end. And we ended up that last issue it was a little disappointing for what was led up to that. We find out that Black Mask, big villain uh, is his teeth cleaning. Taken down. ended up like, oh, my God, it does every time. Right. And so with that, you go into this issue. And I said, I'm worried you have Harley coming in. And I don't mind having a idea where you have a, a big, long arc, a dark arc, uh, you know, going. and then you lighten it up a bit with a little palette. Clean. But you didn't end the last one very well. And then when you go into this, it feels like, in my mind, just the crazy deal is somebody got a hold of this and said, we got to start night winging up things. We got to get this whole deal of fan service. Let's be a little lighter. Let's not have uh, a
0: story like, you know, what you were doing, mobsters and things like that. This just fell out of place to me. Well, even when we have the idea, Catwoman and Harley teaming up for a girls night out or even a weekend girls night out adventure, but it feels like even with the connection to the Gotham City sirens with, you know, Pamela and Harley and Selena being a trio at one point, what we have with Catwoman and Harley here, so mostly like Catwoman is the substitute for Pamela Isley, where she doesn't feel like the relationship is what we've seen seriously. Like this is almost like these are freaking, you know, like uh, my ride or die gal right now. I would drop everything for her. when we haven't really seen that in a long time in the relationship to have. Even the idea is like, okay, we're going to go to a motel room and Harley, you're going to be my like little spoon and we're going to snuggle. and We're going to talk about how great this feeling is between us, even though it's not sexual. And then we're going to do some Harley Quinn stuff like, you know, roller derby. Too my, Harley Quinn. What is this? Because it's not thing. even the Catwoman that we've seen previously. It doesn't even feel like that at all. It almost feels like a, just another Harley book. Because Here's that's the all that's we're what doing.
1: To me, it feels like instead of this being a Catwoman book with Harley in it, it feels like a guest star of Catwoman being in a Harley book. It feels like everything's based on Harley and Catwoman through the whole thing just keeps saying, man, I think Black Mass might have somebody coming after me. I think they might be coming after me. And then Harley's doing all the legwork of getting the things going, this whole deal. And I'm telling you. I'm not going to get that, you know, fired up about the roller derby, but there's no way that people randomly come up the street and then be given the position that would be like the quarterback for a football team. And all of a sudden that's it. Yeah. Selena's there. She's going to go this and it's just, feels it seems off.
0: weird though, too, because even the idea of the roller derby aspect, her back to the previous Harley Quinn series, when she was in Coney Island during the whole run, we haven't, as far as I can remember, we haven't seen her do any roller derby stuff that she's been back in Gotham, but she is a part of this team doesn't show up to practices, but because of her goodwill at the team, she does bring Selena on, even though it seems like a weird thing where it's a pamphlet. She pulls off and says, Oh my God, they're looking for roller derbies. But it seems by the time we get there, Harley already has this connection and knew all about it beyond this whole thing. We got to go and do this one thing. So it seems very weird because even the idea is like, here's the roller derby team. We already have a nickname for her like Harley. She's the killer Quinn, which is fine with me. But for some reason, if you're going to do this, you really need to be specific with your roller derby stuff because even the idea, we're going to bring Catwoman into a roller derby. feels weird, but it feels weird that we don't do anything clever about her name. What's your name? Uh, Cat. We have like 50 cats here. Uh, Catwoman and like I really feel like this was a chance to, to get like really creative because I love roller derby names it's a mix between sexy or fierce or a combination of both of them that give you something hilarious and you love and it, violent. it's like
1: wrestling I mean it's wrestling on roller skates I love the idea it's...
0: like you know Harlot Scara for, yeah. like, for a name and stuff like that but even the idea where it's like we don't have a proper name for Catwoman for some reason this just stuck in my crawl where I came up with like I was trying to come up with good names like Nine Dies or like off the play of Nine Lives but the one I really like was the kink panther or like oh you know my. something along those lines of like the a furious cat instead of curious cat i just wanted something along these lines instead of this k- cat woman i'm like fuck but the kink panther is what i had <laughs> this is the thing that i think it, because again i
1: read a bunch of harley after you she ended up becoming a wrestler she went to the west coast oh yeah and became a wrestler with a uh, uh, Sam Humphrey's run with nonsense. But with that.
0: And then when she was going to go find her mom with some cancer and boost Yeah. Yeah. Her, her
1: mom ended up dying actually. And she went uh, to the West coast to clear her head and stuff. The, the concept was kind of nice enough, but it didn't play out well. But with that, she ended up, she was best friends with a girl that we met one issue at barely. And then that girl got killed and that became the big thing. But in Christy, this, Oh God, Christy. Yeah. This is the worst part of this is that's not her roller derby team. No. This is another team. It's a random but it seems, team.
0: But the thing is, it, it feels like it's supposed to be a random team, but then it seems to be a team that she's been a part of, but never shows up for practices. But that's the
1: problem. She ends up saying, oh, my God, there's roller derby. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this, which is a weird take. I get the idea that Harley wants what she wants, and she's going to beg and do whatever like a little kid. But she says, come on. I have my stuff already, and I bet I can talk this onto the team. I'm like roller derby famous. They used to call me Killer Quinn, and that's just her saying, I was famous in the roller derby. They'll let us on. But then all of a sudden, it seems like they lose track of that, and that she was, oh, we used to have her on the team. She never showed up. Which they is lose a the track of a and lot of so, things
0: because even the picture that you sent me before we got on where they're leaving the convenience store where they have the flyer for the roller derby coming up that, you know, Harley really wants to do. When they get back into the converter, we're going to drive off where Selena's driving away. And then a few panels later, Harley's now the one driving the car. Yeah, and I have awful. no idea what's going on with the progression of this because – even the idea like the arts one thing that you should can stick along but when the writing is like i don't i can't follow the idea yeah, of a polo derby good. i'm like what are we doing right now and th- like even going back to what i said previously about the idea of like you know you want to have some fun bring harley quinn into it because they do have a background catwoman and harley but you really don't feel like Catwoman here and she just feels like a, a new avatar for Poison Ivy and we can't have her. So we better make this whole kind of like cuddly adventure with Catwoman instead of Poison Ivy because we can't use her, but it doesn't feel right.
1: The weird thing, I said the Nightwing deal and then let me pull that back a little because now I see it's the same editor who does the Batgirls and does, I believe, the Harley Quinn. So I think it's one of those where this ends up feeling like, you know, Teeny Howard came on the book and seemed to be with Nico Leone doing something a little separate, which I like. Ended up being, you know, Catwoman being the smart girl who's figuring out the way things are going with the mob stuff and trying to get them at their own game, things like that. And so when you end up with this, it just this feels like all that got thrown aside and it's, hey, I'm going to go on a road trip with Harley out of nowhere. And then you just have this, and it just it, everything feels wrong. And then you're just throwing things in, like you said, it's just like roller derby. But that's not a Catwoman thing. I want Catwoman things in this book. Where you have Harley siren stuff, that's fine. But you're you're skewing it over towards Harley stuff that just doesn't feel right with Catwoman because what we you said. You haven't had that connection with Catwoman, Selina, and Harley. They almost end up a lot of times. Because even when we last
0: saw them during the Joker War, doing stuff with well, not the Joker War, it was um fierce, the hell, state. Fear state. Yeah, when we had them all together, Catwoman didn't really seem to give a shit about Harley being there. Now they're besties.
1: What you usually get with them recently in this continuity is that idea of they both like Pamela. So they deal with each other. Now, Harley, I, Harley at points has been almost like fangirling Selena. But Selena herself always felt like Harley was an annoyance and a bit of like, yeah, you know, I hang out with her. But it's more Pamela here. But now they're besties, like you said. Then you have to explain and while the they're cuddling. not. Yeah, the cuddling. It's but cuddle even camp at yeah, a motel. It's cuddle camp. Niels, is there an some? I don't even know what that is, Eric. And you end I'll up show you with- later. Even when you do it, it's like actually you have it's a tensum. It's all your fingers. You end up there where they even have to explain things. Well, we each have our own things, so but I'll still cut. It's weird. How about that Valmont, huh, Selene? I'm like, how do you know about Valmont, Harley? That even that I'm glad to say we'll go full into this. The idea where you start off and you have to end up where oh my God, Harley's in the book, right? Hey, Harley's here, and I'm gonna have to end up giving a recap to get new readers up to speed now. We don't know full out numbers, but in the rankings, Catwoman's way above Harley. Why is it that you feel like you're saying that Catwoman isn't selling and you need to up the sales by doing this, that this is a jumping on point? The the run just started. A jumping on point's four issues ago. That's when the run started. Why are you having this? Oh, this will be a great jumping on point. And it's just, oh yeah, let's go. You know, Thelma and Louise this bitch out. And you end up, they go to a convenience mart. I wanted to say, I, I killed the clerk. Like, all of a sudden, we have my cousin. You want to do that? <laughs> but you end up, even that, it's such a weird progression that Teeny Howard has of them going in. Harley's getting snacks. There's somebody there that seems to
0: be chasing him. Well, it's such a weird idea how we're playing that, too. Be- well, we're starting this whole thing out with Black Mask still losing his goddamn mind from Selena destroying his mask in the previous issue, where he just, like pay this one to find the cat kill the cat bring me her mask her head so the idea that we have somebody who's working for the black mask like we need to keep up you know appearances while you're in the asylum a little bit out of your mind right now and i don't even know what the fuck mask he's wearing right now it seems like a cobbled up mess of things i don't (laughs) know what's happening i think that's a pork chop down on below pretty much gives this guy a note i need you to hire this person to kill Catwoman. but throughout this entire thing We just have this thing where we keep hiding the face of whoever is following Catwoman and Harley and attacking Catwoman to the point where I don't even know because it looks like just some random dude in a white t-shirt and a ball cap. And I don't know if this is supposed to be the guy because we're just really playing this whole mystery about who is the guy that Black Mask hired to kill Catwoman and is that the person who keeps attacking Selina Kyle because they're chased down by a car at one point to where they like, you know knock it off the road with freaking road spike you know ninja weird, stars right? and then explodes it seems like and then the guy follows him to the motel where then she fights him off to the point where he runs off before harley can get there i'm like is this really happening because I, I don't, don't know. even know what you're playing at because it i don't feels know so weird
1: yeah the the problem is and again we said there's a bit of a disconnect with the art and the story as well the way that it's playing out there's a weird play so it, these are little things these aren't going to ruin the issue or whatever but it kind of gets on my nerves when selena jumps up on the car hood And says, when I say go, Harley, get me close, but never says go. They're already close. And she throws the spikes.
0: Oh, even that, for some reason, this bothered me. And I don't know if it's a real thing that can actually happen in real world physics. But if I'm on top of a hood of a car and we're chasing after a car, can I throw those spikes with the momentum that I have where both the cars are going that to the point where they get in front of the car for it to run over? Or would they fly back because of the wind coming at me? Do I have the am I able to throw these things hard enough to freaking counteract the force of the wind coming at me? I am just for her
1: to say go. I, and she says, when I say go, Harley, get me close. pal. Yeah, they, they, There's nothing. What, what are you Seen doing? missing. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Also, just people where we said, Selena, and it, it's a progression. I even look like, maybe they said, st- no, no, no. They pull out of the convenience store. The other car, this red car pulls out right behind him. And then suddenly, Selena's in the passenger seat. She was driving. Also, they have the cat, that's the big deal, just sitting randomly oh, almost up on the back like it's a two-seater deal and it's like on the back of the deal that cat they get hit by this car the cat the cat is dead even on a normal just drive so ridiculous this deal and then you get harley i'm gonna go play with the ice machine and it's all you could figure out to do or sleep says, i don't really feel like playing with the ice machine and then this person attacks and comes in and attacks full out you know go jumps out the window to get away harley comes back and slita goes Eh, don't worry about it. I want to go to bed. I'm like, what? Why aren't you chasing that person or doing something here? You then go to sleep. You end up just saying, don't worry about the person who just broke into our room and smashed their way out of the window. Let's cuddle. It it doesn't make sense. It's it's a, a really poorly paced and transitioned issue here to get really nothing but Salida forced onto a roller derby team out of nowhere Th- yeah. these things are just this and i'll ask you this is and i don't know how things play out or whatnot but does it not feel like some of the things that we say we heard about the beginning of rebirth where you had you know maybe jeff johns writing a lot of the first bit of the issues and then all of a yeah. sudden it was the other writers this feels like somebody must have been writing something else because teeny howard came on this book pretty good well, we doesn't doesn't feel into like the, anything, the
0: tone or the character wise it doesn't feel like anything that came previously from no, td howard
1: it feels like i ended up where and yeah bengal with a change of art because doing this i half expected when i started reading it then to go to the credits again oh this isn't it's, it's just a like it's, it's still shot. better
0: than sam humphrey's harley even though oh, it feels yeah. like we're doing a lot of the harley coney island kind of s stuff it's ton way better than that but the tone for what the book is feels like it this feels is something like drastically changed. different
1: yeah, it feels like something drastically changed, and I don't get that this quick in a run. I don't even get the idea of having this, you know, palate cleanser road trip with Harley after a couple issues. This run hasn't been going that
0: but long. Now, get give- this, the idea that we do get to the roller derby, and, like, you know, Catwoman takes a hit from somebody, even though this is a tough-ass lady who we saw beat fucking Tayo ago. She takes one hit from a roller derby, like, hey, just go walk a skate it off, kid. We don't have to be on the, like, track for a little go bit now. You know. water. Go get some water, and, like, she almost, like, you know, kind of just slowly skulks away a shame for what happened but when we get back to the freaking locker room and duchess has gone out of her cat carrier and our big cliffhanger ending for all this that we saw about hire this person to kill the cat and then we have this random red car chasing somebody in a motel almost going like you know attacking selena in her room to the Hello, Catwoman. I'm Red Claw. And if you don't know who Red Claw is, she was that ninja assassin woman from the the freaking Batman animated series, the Cat and the Claw episode, where now we're just bringing her into the Catwoman series, which I think is a cool ass thing to do to be bringing characters like that into the comic continuity. But
1: where the fuck did this come from? I hope Teeny Howard does a better job of say the phantasm
0: and things like that because when we get these things, we're well, that's all I could think about was like things like the phantasm and how we're just doing more of this idea of bringing things that were never in continuity before from animated versions or different things, and we can do that. Like I even brought up last week out of nowhere where I had the idea of like, why don't we do things like from the Batman Returns movie, Christopher Walken's character Max yeah. Shrek, bring him in to be a new foil for Catwoman, bring him in the current continuity, and it could be fun. So when I see the ca- Is he like, like you know, a red green ogre. Here, no no, 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 oh, no, no. He's oh. not like that at all. Okay. And Max Shrek is more of the name of the guy who played Nosferatu in that 1921 movie. Yes, so, yes, yeah. so the idea, that's his name though. But I think a, like a corporate businessman is a great foil for Selena Kyle, especially being a cat burglar. But this thing, this this red claw, she looks great. She looks like she just walked out of the Batman the Animated Series i look forward to having an explanation but goddamn, it better be a good explanation because i have no idea what we're doing like everything else that i fucking is that it's just a aggravated driver and some bullshit asshole at a freaking motel was it nothing that mattered in the long run just so it's red claw to come that was the hitcher you didn't realize that right? thanks for the ride, them. lady
1: yeah yeah basically it's christine this is after them. and so you don't now this is the problem is and this is what the idea, and it's so silly because it's it's something you brought up, but it, it makes me worry because you end up having this at the end with Red Claw. First off, the setup, if somebody comes up with this, I want to get Red Claw into the books. Uh, I'm going to use this deal where Harley grabs Selena. You have to get her involved with a chase, but then get on roller derby. I don't know where the hell that came up and to get that there. But by when you get her there with this connection, I I'm scared that this is going to be like really easily solved and then we there you go you just ruined the character because like
0: is that who black mask hired was the red claw to
1: go after Catwoman? that was it i don't know and i just followed her to the roller derby now with that in this book you don't have much of a imagination going with this and i'll go back to what you said as almost like a goofy thing you said a joke type thing but the idea that you couldn't even come up with a cool roller derby name—that is the Cat most Woman, important
0: thing that, in this book, in my mind—and you failed at it. And,
1: and again, you said that's the most important thing. I, I maybe not, but even I don't it know is, why,
0: but, but it is to me. But to me, though, that
1: is showing what imagination you have for the story, and you have none. You didn't have any, so that doesn't give me any sort of you know idea the that you really Panther. have anything going on here. And again, you don't really have a background with Teeny hours. No. I have more of a background because of the X books and the stuff over at Marvel, which I didn't like. It, Kenny Howard's one of the reasons I stopped doing an X-Men podcast. I couldn't take it because it was boring. Her her work is boring. It's very generic. It's very mid-level work. In my mind, that doesn't show a ton of imagination to what that she's trying to write here. And then when you get this where I thought, Man, maybe it's just that she didn't have characters that she was really into because this idea of pulling out that Genevieve Valentine stuff that a lot of people don't talk about, but we liked it. Uh, You know, I go all those things going on. Then all of a sudden you get to this and it doesn't feel like the same writer. I'm like, maybe this is it feels like Harley Quinn 2016 and Catwoman's here. Yeah. Now you just had the solicits come out for DC and all. I August. Say 2016,
0: Next. probably more like 2014. Yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn with Catwoman.
1: Yeah, it was when me, you, and Reggie would talk yeah. about it. And we kept talking about the you know the, the Coney Island continuity and that sort of thing. But until Tom King screwed that up and said that's continuity, it's the actual continuity for heroes in Crisis, so it ruined it. How much did he screw up? But you get the deal where they announced in August, you have this Harley Quinn, Stephanie Phillips Harley Quinn book going to be weekly very weekly Eric, uh, i'd say but with that though it ended up where why i saw that announcement when the sources <laughs> came out i'm like you're damn right it is yeah yeah really but you wonder like why because it's you look at the rankings it keeps falling it's it's not go- so then you have that so then you get we to gotta catwoman make the people book. who
0: read this pay more money to freaking make this worthwhile
1: and then you get catwoman this week and it feels like they want catwoman to be more like a harley book that's doing worse than it. I, I don't get it. It's, it's not the way to get, you know, Catwoman elevated isn't to make her more like a Harley book. You were already doing it and you cut it off at the knees when you had that whole black mask deal. And now we have roller derby and just nonsense. And I don't get it. I, I said at the beginning, the idea of it being a nightmare, but, but it's like more fan service. But for Harley fan, I, I don't get it. Uh, and at the a end, a
0: specific group of Harley fans yeah, from years ago,
1: odd. I mean, like the, you the book I'm...
0: started out as a very specific group of Catwoman fans from years ago with that Jill, Genevieve Valentine story, which we're like, OK, I want to be a part of that specific group. Now you just changed the group to something I don't want to be a part a of. That was a cool group, though, Eric. We're like, this is cool. All right. <laughs> the sales did not agree with us on that. I one.
1: guess. But it's, the, the Catwoman book, if I'm not mistaken, it's like in the like 80th book of right. the comics coming out. That's not bad for a Catwoman book. When most of the books at DC are, are not in the top 50 anyway, you end up having this. Harley was at it like, it goes like 114, then it jumps to 130, but it's a big gap between those, but yet you're going that way. I don't get it. And then at the end, you know, I like the art, but well, then maybe you, you have do those stuff weird here to things. Like, People
0: read the Catwoman book, like, you know what? I don't get enough Harley Quinn in my life. I should start picking up that Harley Quinn book. <laughs> All of a sudden, then she's in space with Luke Fox. I don't get
1: it. You know, <laughs> it just makes sense. Yeah, Harley. Uh, But, yeah, by the end, it's a shame. And I, it, just the idea, too, you get Harley and it's, hey, Harley, roller derby. That's one of those cliche things. That's one of those tropes that we've been getting. The idea of that. I would have rather if you're going to do this. They they try to get Teeny Howard tries to go with an idea of maybe getting some emotions and some you know personal talk about Batman and maybe even Pamela with Harley. And they kind of just blow that off and become a big spoon. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere
0: and i'm just wondering slap if that ass Howard, get in the bed with me harley i'm gonna cuddle you a little bit i'm like i don't know what's happening right here that's not how me and my friends hang out Maybe yeah I'm really i wrong. mean
1: you, you end up at the end with the spoon little spoon big spoon right but uh the ending of this though ends up making me think that i got that teeny howard's being told what to do and she's just going with the flow i don't know that she gets these characters now after i thought her really showing that she did but this is weird. This is a weird one. What would you give it?
0: I like the art for the most part, even though some of the art's inconsistent and the storyline it's telling. But overall, I think it looks good. I think the, the cliffhanger of Red Claw is very interesting. Can't wait to see where that goes because it's something new for Catwoman in this continuity that we haven't seen before. So I like that. But the overall story just lacks all imagination. It's just turning the Catwoman book into a Harley Quinn book. And it doesn't work because even the character of Catwoman doesn't play off right. Like, the, like you know, anything that we've seen previously of her in the way she thinks and or talks, it's very weird Six out of ten.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go 5.5. I'm like five under. Usually that's the opposite. But, yeah, I it just threw me off. It really threw me off thinking, okay, I, I have what Teeny Howard's doing. I'm actually enjoying it more than I thought. And then this doesn't even seem like anything we got up until this point. It just felt like something that was totally different. Some new writer, somebody else doing it. It wasn't. It was just that. Uh, but with writer. all that, it was weird. It might be co- ghost truck writing. <laughs> uh, uh. End up tell once Harley when they win the convenience Martin Harley's like, Oh my god, it's the roller derby! I'm like, Oh man, like, what are we doing? you say, Yeah, I'm like, Really? Like, that's not Catwoman. Uh, but with all of that, there, what is your book of the week? My book of the week is The Flash, number 782. That is mine as well. The Flash is my book of the week. We have a bunch of books next week, a little more than this week. Two of these will be on the Patreon spotlight. So if you want to hear that. You have to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash word science. Help us out for everything we do here on the regular feed, but also get a ton more podcasts as well, including that badass spotlight. Here's what we got, Eric. Action comics number 1043. For some reason, it feels like we haven't gotten it that long. And I, I don't think it was delayed. No. I think that it's kind of the deal. It just feels like maybe it's because I do enjoy it. and I want to get back to it and whatnot.
0: Where's my action comics?
1: You were a little, you were a little bit down on last issue just because it seemed to just kind of be on a little rinse and repeat deal yeah. but hopefully that gets more and we did end up with that cliffhanger with steel give me that steel and that genesis anybody reading that aquaman huh we got aquaman Hiya. number four and so that'll be going on that is of hopefully jackson
0: was- Hyde can get a little bit less angry and yeah listen maybe. To people when they talk to him <laughs> about what's going on
1: maybe and and not think that everybody had problems on mars uh, but, yeah, we'll have Alcum. And get that is now, as we said before, that's a, a six issue mini now. It suddenly became we also Was end it up having supposed to be there. Yeah, I'm sure they will tell DC. you that. Yeah. DC versus vampires, hunters. Number one. This I saw a bunch of people saying, oh, my God, I can't wait for that. Whatever. I'm like, when are we going to get an actual DC versus vampires issue? I mean, we haven't had one of those in a while. And it seems like we're not. I don't know what happened it kind of disappeared now we have this Hunter's book
0: I'm actually disappointed about this Hunter's book just because we have Damian Wayne front and center on the cover for this book and it's like a blood soaked one shot tale of vampire violence the son of Batman after years of training to be an assassin is on the path towards utter destruction of the vampire race enter Damian Wayne vampire hunter and all I want is Jaina vampire hunter or uh, fucking vampire yeah that's slayer. what we want because they're like taking like you know revenge on the vampires that killed her fucking like her brother her wonder twin I'm like that that's what I
1: want. That's what we thought she was going to be like a Buffy. And yeah. also I want Tim Drake because he's fought the vampires before. Eric. He's she was super experience, right? The last issue of the DC versus Vampires was March 30th. So it has been uh, almost 2 months now yeah. before we got that last one and I think it's going to be a little bit before we get the following one. It's just I don't understand. I don't know what's gone on with that then to fill in with the these one shots or this one shot, whatever, but we have Deathstroke Inc. number nine, Eric. That's Shadow, Shadow War, War part uh, six. stuff going on there. We'll be able to have a Shadow War section with the song. Hooray! Detective Comics number one thousand sixty uh what are we doing in the detective rebel comics? radio riddler oh yeah <laughs> rebel
0: you, <Radio. laughs> you, you gotta look at the riddler uh, on the cover for detective comics because this is no edward enigma you've ever seen it, before is, is this crazy? is a suave ass motherfucker is it the in a hipster car guy still is or it, or who it is but yeah he just does he looks- have a
1: cane yes uh, oh that's the best i gotta look at it if i do now it'll mess me up now with that I just want to let you know, you don't listen to the podcast there. But when we first started talking about it, just in case people laughed at it, I don't know. But at one point, every time I would say, you know, the, the Riddlers on the Rebel, Riddle Radio. And I put an echo every time you did it to sound like you were doing a commercial. It made me giggle just for me, but uh, it made me laugh. So he's at, now you, you got me. I'm going to have to load this up now.
0: Detective Comics number 1060 with Rebel Radio Riddler.
1: And, and with that, we also have a, a backup continue, the Cinegrace deal with Gotham Girl. I hope that that oh, right. gets better. Me I really too. hope that that gets better. Somehow, my my connection, Eric, is not letting... Oh, here we go. I'm going to get to see. You. You're saying Rebel... What did you say again, Eric? <laughs> Rebel Radio River. <Wizard. laughs> I hope I remember to do it again. Of course, <laughs> I thought it was loading up, and now it isn't, but... Here I go, oh yeah, look at him. Look at that motherfucker. You ain't never cane? seen a Riddler like
0: this before. Holy
1: moly. He's like strutting it out. He's at the player haters ball. I'm telling you, it looks he's like going. Batman
0: is in the backseat of his car reaching out while Riddler's turning around like, what you doing? This ain't no Uber. I'm telling you, they're going to the player haters ball. Look at that cane. Why is <laughs> he look
1: got at the cane horn. in his look hand. Look at the now horn on the deal. steering wheel. Oh, I see it. He's question got some really good all up. The GPS, the route they're doing, a question mark. He's he only has one thing he does. That's the problem. You have to pay him extra because he always has to make the <laughs> round a question mark. Like, Why are we going in circle here? Ah, but you end up having now. that. Yeah, that's pretty good. The story itself it was not great. Hopefully, it gets better. But now I need that. I need more of that hipster freaking nonsense <laughs> riddle. Harley Quinn number fifteen. Speaking of, did we just have Harley? Like it.
0: Get, oh, that was Selene, but it's Harley Quinn teamed up with Batwoman.
1: Yeah, Harley Quinn number fifteen, uh, with the whole deal of what? What is the? What is the villain? I, I was going to say the the verdict. verdict. Yeah, we. I think that you're right on the money. It's Kevin's girlfriend, Sam. It, Sam. it has to be, and and with that I feel, though, they I'm keep I'm telling you, though, to after the last
0: up. issue, though, I really feel like that's just a red herring now, and that there's no possible way. Even though I pushed it for months. I don't think it can be sad now. That's the
1: thing we have going on now. The idea that me and you, I said full out right away, Geoforce was the one who ended up being the faux Deathstroke. We'll see yeah. if that's it. Sam, as I think we're both right on. But the thing is, I don't think it anymore. I know. I know you said that. But I think that I said. It's too on the nose. But you thought that all the time. So the right on the nose, thinking that, that means that it's too in the open. You think, But I think people who didn't figure that out. All of a sudden, like, oh, my God, I think it might be her. I think that you're, you're too much a detective is what it is. But, yeah, you have that. Then you have Robin number 14. Shadow it's, War again, Part Shadow 7. Shadow War. S- say it like the Rebel Radio Riddler deal. Shadow Hi- War Part yeah, 7. I want it more. Shadow. <laughs> <You are> so- <laughs> Task Force Z number eight. There's another thing that shows you the delays of that DC versus vampires because those were coming out the same day. Now yeah. that one's already two ahead. So it's a shame. I, I like the vampire deal. I just.
0: This is the craziest Task Force Z cover ever. Oh, yeah, is it? Now it you're going to make me love it that It is one zombie up, Bane sitting at a very tiny freaking tea table where it says Bane spills the tea with a little freaking superhero oh. dolls around him.
1: Really? It's, he's he's having, having a tea, a tea party? party? He's having a tea party. Is he looking as cool as the Riddler in that cab?
0: No, no. There's nothing no, ever going to be as not. cool as the Riddler in the no, Riddler
1: mobile. That is pretty good. That, that Riddler. I tried to load it. It
0: wouldn't go. Teen Titans Academy number. It's 15. his mobile radio station, just like at the end of Pump Up the Ra- uh, it volume. It would be. Yeah, that's what it probably is. He's probably doing the that. He sees after him. They're going to catch him moving. Well,
1: hopefully, in that Detective Comics, Batman tries to maybe think that this radio broadcast has something to do with people doing things. Man, I hope so. I don't know. Teen Titans Academy, number 15. Finale. That's finale, right? Yeah. Finale. We'll see how that goes. And it's and funny,
0: too, because on the cover of that issue, it says, the legacy continues. I'm like, no, the legacy no. ends.
1: <laughs> the legacy ends. And what legacy? That book, it could have been something. Goodbye, the new class. Yeah, yeah. No nonsense. class. I ended up, and I'll probably bring it up when we go and talk about that next week. But just as an aside, we were on the manga podcast talking about My Hero Academia. And you have a big school. You have tons of characters. But what you end up having and what they should have done, Tim Sheridan, you need that focal point. And then when you have that one character that you introduce and give a good background to you, then Chupacabra. play the, you then end up having the other characters play off it. Then, you know, if you have a good like Copper, if he's a good guy and he's a. Then somebody who doesn't like him, you know, oh, they're a little sus. And then you have you end up playing it off, and he never did that. He just ended up. Oh my god, up,
0: Brick didn't like Chupacabra. He must be Red X. Exactly.
1: But at least you'd have that basis, and you need that. You need that focal point to get. Let us know about that, and then introduce characters based on that character that we know. And he never did Mega that. He ended up. Everybody was in the background, and then they did just nonsense. The the pacing of that series. Fucking terrible, terrible, terrible. It's just uh, horrible. Speaking of pacing, terrible. Swamp Thing number thirteen as well. I was 16. So, um, yeah, of sixteen. I saw the solicit for number sixteen. It's going to be coming out in August, and they are mentioning parliaments of things that I have never heard of. I'm like, is this all it is now? Or you're just going to add these and this and this and this because they were mentioning some wacky stuff. But we have that, you know, all those different parliaments and all these different avatars. That we're getting introduced, and I think that's supposed to be what continues in this next issue as well. So we'll see how that is. People love it. People go on and on about how it's the best book ever. I, people don't I disagree, buy it, but people love but it. Yeah, it's weird. It did end up, uh, sales went up oh, on good. the second issue back, and I think that what happened was, and I was afraid of this. I thought that maybe people didn't realize it was coming back. So when you had that one come back, DC didn't do a great job of advertising it. So when that came back, I think it took people by surprise. It did go up. It still didn't crack the 100, you know, the top 100, but it still ended up going from like 160 to 110. It made a a big leap. So
0: Well, you just wait till Batman shows up there to really
1: give that book a boost. No, I I want the, you know, Parliament of the Gears, Parliament of the (laughs) whatever. Parliament of the Bats. Parliament of the Roller Derby. Uh, All of a sudden, Harley shows up. She's doing her thing. I don't. But yeah, we'll see. I I hope that I get on. board. it's weird for me to say. I hope I get on board. Of issue (laughs) thirteen of a sixteen issue book. Again, it just isn't isn't a book for me, but a lot of people like it. So yeah, that'll be on the podcast. Two of those books will be on the Patreon spotlight. If I had to make my guess, DC versus Vampires Hunters definitely will be on the Patreon spotlight. And I don't know. You're kind of pushing that detective, but that's not a book they usually pick. So I would say that maybe Teen Titans Academy. That's a good uh, one. Finale and the DC versus Vampires Hunters number Not one. Not actually comics or Aquaman. Out. No, I I don't think so. I'm it's saying a- it's gonna be DC Vampires and Aquaman. Okay, we'll see. But yeah, if you want to hear those two extra books and whatnot where is jayna the vampire slayer yeah that's maybe she'll team up as almost like a, a she Bat is way more interesting deal.
0: in what happened to her even having her the I thumb know. of her brother left to freaking she actually still activate wonder twin powers to get revenge i'm like this is the ultimate story that you set up in issue number one and two get back to that shit yeah i would like that and even set up that they said oh she's gonna this be this time vampire it's personal hey, who ordered the steak
1: i need it did yeah. She did. And where's the Wolfman, Eric? Is he there? The Wolfman. No. The Wolfman's there. They have everything. Form of a Wolfman. It'd be funny. All of a sudden, the thumb turns Thing into is, water. I technically
0: think that she might be able to turn into a Wolfman. She might be able to. What
1: does the thumb turn into, then? Just a little drop of water that goes in the Probably. bucket? You know, Ben just thinks that it makes the bucket, too. Yeah. Nonsense. Nonsense stuff. But. That is it. That is ending. That's one thing, though. I don't know if
0: you can activate the powers because they have to touch to activate power. So maybe it is just and stays that, in the
1: thumb because he can't activate his own power. Yeah, yeah. He might not be able. Or she like yells. are like,
0: form of water, water.
1: She says out the side of her mouth. Gina then, the
0: Vampire Slayer slash ventriloquist.
1: Quest. And then she has the thumb around like on a chain that's disgusting. I'm telling you,
0: it needs to be like a necklace for some reason. Yeah, but you think it's so like too. form of a wolfman or just some like alien wolfman. wolfman-esque kind of mantra. You can say whatever you want Man. for her to take on a Dracula. You really, that's what you want. <laughs> now we have Underworld. It'd be great though. You have the whole idea of the
1: wolfman. I'll be the greatest. But I do. I wish it was her but that might not like, sell I as well. I even want
0: like form of an elephant where all of a sudden she's running tusks through motherfuckers stomping people and half exploding their heads because, and now you're dead, vampire. Jane is here to kill it. Are there any animals made of wood? That, <laughs> is, that, is there anyone
1: out there that's uh, the made, made of again. wood, right? It's like form of the wooden elephant. And then it goes there and then she also sneaks in. She's inside it. It's like the whole deal, right? That'd be cool. Isn't that how their powers were? But yeah, I would have liked to have seen her doing that too. I think that that could have been a really, really cool character. It's way more interesting than Damian Wayne. And thinking of like the character design, you could have her with all the stakes. Oh, she's going to have a headband
0: going, a bandolier across with fucking stakes and shit like that. She's going to take him to the streets.
1: Right? Smoking like a badass. I would think that she'd have like a lot of like silver knives and shit in what would almost look like John Popper's vest. It, like instead of the I was think, like an
0: armband with like small like you know yeah, like silver knives and stuff to, like that. I still but, like, think
1: I like the John Popper
0: vest, but yeah, I'm gonna have to like I want to get a hold of an artist to say what does Jane of the Vampire Slayer look like and how can you tell freaking Tom Taylor to do this? Is it Tom Taylor? Is that right? Uh With what? With, with the, DC uh, vampires? No, it's Matthew Rosenberg. Okay, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Some, I, still, I keep getting confused with deceased Remember, in my it's mind Matthew for some Matthew Rosenberg
1: reason. and James Tynan, but yeah. James Tynan seemingly was story and left, so we'll see how that goes out, but. With all of that, yeah, head over to the Twitter at Weird Science DC. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. Find out. There's their reviews. There's their written reviews there. Yeehaw! I ended up watching a hee haw documentary. <laughs> oh. I, I think that I just ended up. I won't watch Stranger Things, that. but I'll
0: watch the hee haw documentary. Ah, I don't the, like watching the documentary.
1: was pretty good about how that came things. about and things like that. That's, but I like the real world stuff and how it all came oh, yeah. about. I like the real world stuff about. Let's fake get stuff. that Buck Owens and that Roy Clark over there. I like Roy Clark, but yeah, they were talking about all the ways that that was set. They would film a whole season in about three days. They would just do everything in three days. They would be done, off they go. Uh, did you know there was a spinoff called The Hee Haw Honeys that starred Kathy uh, Lee Gifford? No. She was the yeah, That was a weird deal. But with all that, I, I also I just imagine
0: didn't... it's like, you know, what the hell was that show freaking, um, the hell with the, uh, ch- 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 Who was hazard. No, no, what was that ch- uh, ch- Junction one? Do you know what I'm oh, talking oh, about? Oh, Petticoat Junction. Petticoat there was Junction. Actually... I just imagine all the honeys are those girls in the water towers. I believe
1: one of the honeys was one. That, okay. That's funny that you say that. Also, at one point, almost half of the honeys in the original Hee Haw dated Elvis. That was all over the place. <laughs> he didn't there. Date like, Elvis. I'm going down and they're like talking, like, now we'll talk this. Yeah, I dated Elvis. And I'm like, holy crap, Elvis. He was just going down the line of that Heehaw roster. Uh, I didn't date Minnie Pearl as far as I knew. Uh, but with that, you also go over to our Patreon, slash weird science and get, like I said, the spotlight. Oh, Elvira had a date with Elvis. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of people did. Elvis was dating everyone, and it, again, I kept seeing these pictures of Elvis. He was big on smoking cigars while he was just sitting there in his karate outfit.
0: I'm like, I don't like that, Elvis. I don't like that. And look, you say the karate outfit? That's a that's a Captain Marvel Jr. outfit. Yeah, I know. It's but he always because all the I would do in life, life is sit there and smoke and drink Diet Pepsi in a Captain Marvel Jr. There costume. You go. Yeah,
1: and eat peanut butter banana and bacon sandwiches that he did. Also, oh, oh, just care. as a side. In the Marvel Universe, Fat yeah. Cobra Fat Cobra was the one who taught Elvis karate. <laughs> I found that out last week. It's funny. I said you got Fat Cobra to blame. Uh, but, yeah, go over to the Patreon. We have a bunch of shows, including that weekly spotlight, a lot of other things involved with the manga and the, the Marvel and indie stuff, all that sort of deal. But with all of that, Eric, what do we say at the end
0: of the podcast? Everybody have a great week. week. Keep it weird. Keep and it we'll weird. see you in seven. See you on the sevens. Go read comics. You are all weirdos.
2: Weird science is the revolution.
3: Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.